It is finally here, the third annual mock off season. Danny is here with me right now. We're going to be joined by Kevin Pelton and Dan Feldman momentarily. If this is your first time listening to this, we're basically going to get a bunch of cap dorks together. I'm going to be the player agent. Danny, Dan, and KP are going to each take 10 teams and they are going to bid on all of the free agents and we're going to find them homes. We're also going to actually talk a, a Paul George trade, see if we can get that done as well. So that'll be really interesting. That could have affect the landscape a lot. I think we could see some more movement from the big stars uh, just a little bit of a window into the player agents thinking here so far but we'll see what the offers from the teams actually are we're sponsored today by the june oven use that cap space code you get 200 off the purchase of a june oven this thing's like out of sci-fi it basically has a camera that recognizes the food that you put in it and cooks it perfectly and Betterment. Go to betterment.com slash catspace to get up to six months of no fees for lower cost automated investing. So Danny, I guess we want to just set the landscape here of what are some of the contracts that can be handed out this season, you know, both what the maxes are and, and what the total contracts could be some of the more common contract types, just for a frame of reference for our listeners. Sure. So this got changed actually because with the news that the that came out a couple days ago, I think it was on Thursday last week, that the cap estimate for the coming season is 99 million as opposed to the 101 that it was before. And now with the new CBA, the estimates for the maximum salaries are actually built directly off of that. So if a player is has zero to six years of experience, their starting salary at that $99 million estimate is the starting salary is 24.75 million. Yeah, so that's 25% of the, the salary cap. Then for seven to nine years of experience, 29.7 million. That's 30% of the cap. And then for players with 10 plus years of experience, 34.65 million. That's 35% of the cap. But there are certain guys, uh, Steph Curry among them, who will be eligible, even though they're in the seven to nine year experience range, for a designated player extension uh, or free agent contract in the case of Curry. So Curry actually can get uh, that 10 plus max. And so now the new CBA has changed the raises a lot. It used to be if you were not re-signing with bird rights, you could only get 4.5% rate annual raises. Uh, now you can get 5% uh, for just a normal standard contract without bird rights. And then for guys re-signing with their own teams with bird rights can get actually 8% annual raises instead of 7.5. So what are the max contracts then that can be given out? What for like starting with a four-year max contract offer for guys with zero to six years experience. So a max offer for like a restricted free agent, what would that contract look like? So let's say Contavious Caldwell Pope, that offer can be four years, 106 million, about 106.5 if we want to be specific. But then what their current team could offer, theoretically, if they wanted to do the five-year max at full raises, that would be five years, 143 and a half million. Yeah, and then for the seven to nine year experience guys, that would be Gordon Hayward. That would be Blake Griffin. If you're signing with another team, basically no bird rights, four years, $127.7 million. If you were to re-sign with your own team on a five-year deal, that is 
five years, 172.3 million. And then the final group, the 10 plus years of experience, Chris Paul is is the best example here, probably. They could sign a four-year deal worth 149 million somewhere else, or a five-year deal worth 201 million with their prior team. Yeah, and that is the same deal that Steph Curry could get re-signing in Golden State. Also, much more relevant this year will be the exceptions for teams, the full mid-level exception. For teams that are over the cap, starts at $8.4 million. You could give out a four-year contract worth up to $36.1 million there. There's also the taxpayer mid-level, which might be applicable to teams like Cleveland, Golden State, the Clippers, if they bring their guys back, for example, $5.2 million to start three years, $16.4 million is the most that could be given out there. Then there's also the biannual exception, another one we have not seen used very much. I think only one team used the BAE last year. That was the Clippers on Luka Bamute. Starts at $3.3 million, only two years. Total contract, $6.7. And then there's also the room exception, which applies to teams that have used cap room. They still are allowed to exceed the cap using the room exception. Starts at $4.3 million, year contract total of 8.9 million dollars the most that could be offered there uh so before we get started what is the one thing that you are looking forward to the most in this process what happens with the high-end free agents if they change destinations because this is a year where i think that is very possible with numerous guys i know it it, it it's possible (laughs) as the player agent i can tell you is quite possible and so that's going to be that's going to be a challenge and then also something that you've focused on and honed in on is is the idea of no trade clauses. And with some of the teams that I have, that's going to be a challenge. And with some of the teams other people have, that's going to be an even larger challenge. Yeah, I think I'm really interested to see if some of these big free agents leave, then what the strategy is going to be for their incumbent teams that lost them. That'll be absolutely fascinating as well. All right, we're going to bring in KP and Dan momentarily here, and let's get this thing rolling. All right, Dan and KP have joined us now. Why don't we start by you guys? You can just alternate. We'll start with Danny here. Give me uh, a team that you uh, that you have and just kind of how much space you have, what your general agenda is, and you guys can just alternate from here on out until we've done all three. Denver Nuggets. Motivations are finding a front, front court complement for Jokic if possible, consolidation if possible, space, $11.3 million if they keep Danilo Gallinari, $34 million if we let him go. Uh, Pistons are going to try and keep Contavious Caldwell Pope and be in striking distance of the luxury tax, maybe get under if they have to once the season begins. Atlanta Hawks are over the cap with Paul Millsap's cap hold, can clear a close to max cap space without him. Uh, we are probably looking to pivot towards a rebuild and kind of like Danny Ferry did a few years ago, get some undervalued players in free agency. Minnesota Timberwolves are looking to build around the newly established core of Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, and Andrew Wiggins. We have about $12 million in space if we keep Shabazz Muhammad's restricted hold on and about $18.8 million without him and we have salary that we can move to to expand to for the right guy milwaukee bucks want to keep tony snell which is suddenly more complicated than imagined because he's coming off this breakout year greg monroe opted in spencer hawes opted in uh, and so we'd also like to avoid the luxury tax easier said than done uh, boston celtics starting out with about 19.3 million in cap space can get up to over 26 if we renounce kelly Olynyk's rights and have the ability to get to a seven to nine year max with a few other moves which we intend to do to try to sign a star the utah jazz are looking to keep gordon hayward and id 
ideally George Hill. We do not have any space if we keep both of them and could have up to 25 million if we clear the decks, which we hope not to do. The Brooklyn Nets have about 29 million in cap space. Maybe do some more salary dumps. Maybe throw some big offer sheets at restricted free agents. Maybe go after somebody like JJ Redick. A lot of options in Brooklyn. The Charlotte Hornets are not only over the cap, we have only about $2.8 million to spend uh, to stay under the luxury tax while filling out our roster with 15 players, and we intend to use that $2.8 million for a backup point guard. The Los Angeles Lakers are looking to maintain and maximize 2018 flexibility and get better if possible. We will be listening to offers for Jordan Clarkson and Lowell Dang should those come around, and we have about $11.8 million to spend this year with hopes of not spending any of that towards next year. The Suns have about 20 million to spend uh, give or take Alex Len we'd like a young center to kind of round out our young core that might be Alex Len we're not convinced it is we'll see if we can find somebody else the Cleveland Cavaliers are taxpayers and our goal is to trade for Paul George. The Dallas Mavericks are looking to find a another long-term piece around their existing core and they have 19.5 million to spend but that includes whatever we pay Dirk and so we'll have to figure out what that is from here. The Indiana Pacers would like to trade Paul George and then we'll go from there. The Houston Rockets are starting over. We've got the ability to create about 10 million in cap space pending trades and as always we're looking to find a superstar to go with James Harden. <laughs> Chicago Bulls are looking to build off their Sterling Hall acquired in the Jimmy Butler trade and take on bad salary in exchange for assets and retain our restricted free agents if the offer sheets are reasonable. We have about $13.8 million with Rondo, Miritich, and Felicio on the books and about $35.7 if we let everyone go. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans management team is trying to keep our jobs. Uh, we'd like to re-sign Drew Holiday and depending on how much that costs, uh, we'll use some of the MLE to upgrade the wing and point guard depth on our bench. The LA Clippers are over the cap with the holds for Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, as well as JJ Redick. And our goal is to re-sign Griffin and Paul without giving them no trade clauses. The Oklahoma City Thunder are looking to find out whether newly crowned MVP Russell Westbrook is willing to take his designated veteran extension and looking to avoid the luxury tax if possible, but understanding that that might not be. And we have no salary cap space likely in the tax if all defensive second team Andre Robertson resigns. Uh, the Toronto Raptors want to have a complete culture reset so we're going to do that by keeping Dwayne Casey and re-signing Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Orlando Magic have about $15 million in cap space, having waived and stretched C.J. Watson and waived Patricio Garino and Marcus George Hunt, who are non-guaranteed. And we are looking to add a stretch four. We've got a whole whiteboard about it. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings are focusing on making the best possible team in 2019-20 and beyond. And we are trying to find good veterans and a capable small forward if possible. We have $33.7 million with Darren Collison and Ben McLemore's holds on the books. $53.7 million without both of them. Uh, the Washington Wizards would like to keep Otto Porter and avoid the luxury tax, which would probably be reason to dump some other salaries, unless uh, Paul George wants to really push his way to Washington and Otto Porter wants to go to the Pacers, then we'll work something out. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers have about $40 million in cap space, and our goal is to uh, find a starting shooting guard. The Memphis Grizzlies are trying to stay under the tax while also maximizing our competitiveness. We have no cap space, but we have about $21.5 million to work with below the luxury tax line. That will go to hopefully Jermichael Green, Zebo, Tony Allen, and Vince Carter wants to come back, Vince Carter. <laughs> is that everyone uh nick, nick nicks are awake we're here we're here nicks are here uh we're trying to trade carmelo anthony 
I thought that was commentary on the Grizzlies offseason. Yeah. Good 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 luck trading Carmelo. I can tell you right now as the player agent, uh, he is not interested in going anywhere but Cleveland and good luck working out a deal there. So uh I as the player agent, I will be commencing buyout talks with you uh post haste per a report that I leaked to the media today. <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers are currently nineteen million over the projected tax line, and our goal is to shed unnecessarily unnecessary salary. The NBA champion Golden State Warriors are looking to retain our key pieces on reasonable deals and see who will take our money. If Chris Paul or Gordon Hayward wants to come for the taxpayer mid-level, we'd love to have you. The Miami Heat here are very committed to keeping our free agents, the players, those role players who stepped up in our culture and sacrificed and did everything they could. We don't want to go whale hunting. We are committed to re-signing them. The Miami Heat here are totally committed to chasing a star. We're going after Gordon Hayward and Blake Griffin. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs have about $9 million in cap space to start, up to $20 million max after Jedi mind-tricking Pau Gasol into opting out. <laughs> and we would also like to add a star. Is that everyone? That is it. So let's start here. A few of you guys have some decisions that actually have to be made before July 1st. Let's start with Chicago. Rajon Rondo, $13 million due next year. Only $3 million of that is guaranteed. Chicago Bulls, will you be guaranteeing Rajon Rondo's $13 million next year, or will you be waiving him and potentially waiving and stretching him we will be waiving him but not stretching him we think that we want to keep our flexibility moving forward and we hope to bring rajon rondo back actually uh good luck with that uh, isaiah cannon has two hundred thousand guaranteed already but also has uh, is under contract for the minimum next year you keeping him or out we're gonna keep him for now okay portland festus azili i assume and his one million guarantee for next year out of the seven million he's gone yeah, presumably we would actually try to trade him and get that 333,333 after the stretch off our books. But in this scenario, he is just being stretched, waved and stretched. Uh, Boston, you have Ante Zizic and Gershon Yabusele. Both of them are cap holds who are going to be on your books. You probably at least want to have one of those guys on your team. Like, how are you planning on dealing with them? Uh, I am their agent. I You already got us to wait one year. I don't want to wait any longer here. Like, uh, let's get going here the time's a wasting uh well we would love if if uh you guys were willing to hang out another week or so here before we can so we can figure out whether we're going to need cap space to sign gordon hayward or blake griffin is that is all that right f- we, reasonable? we will just based on our relationship here we will not uh sign our required tender until then and i'm uh all right atlanta hawks mike dunleavy do yeah, I don't even. I don't even have. I I have uh, waved and stretched him. Okay, that was already included in your. Uh, he he was due or five point two million. Or actually, 1. not 7. stretched him. I'm I'm not going to stretch him. Yeah. Okay. So one point seven million guaranteed. Uh, yes. was on the books. Uh, in Philadelphia, Gerald Henderson due nine million dollars for next year. That is totally non guaranteed. Guarantee date of June thirtieth. Yeah, we're waving him, even though we think he's a good player. But the issue really is just roster spots, since we're planning to bring over for Concord. Uh, to join the roster i think that puts us at about 13 players going into free agency so you know realistically even though we like gerald henderson we need to clear some room for free agents uh spurs will you be bringing over 2015 first round pick nikola militinov or are you going to try to get him to agree to take that cap hold off the books for this year yeah we uh we do not intend to bring him over we were also curious by the way whether uh the agent for manu ginobili has he decided whether to return uh, for another 
another season to retire? Uh, well, Woj reported that signs are looking that way. So yes, he, he will return for another season. But especially since you gave me that nice balloon payment, although I had to put a gun to your head by going to Philly last year, uh, I'm willing to see what you can do in free agency and kind of take what's left or the room exception or something like that. We can negotiate that later. But I'm willing to stay flexible for you guys since you took care of me last year. Excellent. This is not the cap hold you are looking for. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, Ramon Sessions, team option for just over $6 million. Uh, that that has been declined. Very well. I think that's all the ones that, that we uh, are significant that we need to get to. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. So this product is just completely ridiculous. It's called the June oven and it's basically something out of sci-fi. It's an oven that uses a camera to recognize your food and cook it absolutely perfectly. Let's say you wanted to make a couple of chicken breasts. You put in their patented core temperature thermometer, put the food in the oven. It'll make a recommendation for you. From there, it will run a multi-step program, even broil the skin and send a push notification to your phone when your food is done. It is just an incredibly convenient product. They've got 36 separate ways to cook bacon. Thin or thick, chewy or crispy, it can cook up to nine slices at once. The June will cook your bacon to perfection. They've added some new chocolate chip cookie programs as well for store-bought dough, homemade dough, chilled whole made. The level of precision is absolutely ridiculous and they're continuing to update constantly with their software. They've got this great hardware. It heats up almost instantly, unlike your normal oven does. I just reheated some pizza in one last weekend. It did an amazing job and way faster than normal. So I highly encourage you to go to juneoven.com, check it out, watch all the videos that they have. And I also encourage you, of course, to use that Catspace code because you can get $200 off. That's the best discount that they are offering right now. $200 off the June oven. And you don't have to worry about it getting obsolete because they're just going to continue updating it. You can really be on the forefront of technology with this product. It's unbelievable. Juneoven.com, promo code CAPSPACE. That'll get you that $200 off. Okay, Paul George time. Uh, I, I am taking on the role of Aaron Mintz, his agent. Everyone knows I've made it clear to you, Kevin Pritchard, that we will not be re-signing in Indiana after this year. We would like to get to the LA Lakers. That is our first priority. Lakers, uh, what is your best offer to just get me over there now? I don't want to have to wait, and uh, I want to get there, play there this year. Then we can be a little bit better, hopefully convince some other people to join us in 2018. And you can also give me a full five-year deal uh, in the summer of 2018 you could only offer me four years if i'm not there yet so lakers like uh you guys can just pay up and get me over there right now right uh why don't you just work it out with indiana lakers here we feel that you can learn if you don't already know from your from your eastern conference brethren carmelo anthony that trading players away for a, somebody that we expect to sign can produce a less talented team long term so we are we would happily bring you on but that's going to depend on what the pacers are willing to give so what we we are willing to extend to the pacers is any combination of Julius Randle, talented big man, and Jordan Clarkson, those two players, plus Kyle Kuzma, who we took in the late part of the first round of the NBA draft. We do not have our first round pick for next year, so we cannot offer that. So we're going to stick with that as the offer. However, if the Pacers are willing to take on Luol Dang's contract, we can make this offer much, much sweeter for them. How much sweeter? At least one unprotected first round pick. Hmm, That is interesting, because if we trade Paul George, we don't really know what direction we want to go. We have a decent 
decent number of win now players. Maybe we could just scratch through with with Luol Deng. I got to think though that there's something better out there for us. Like we're not we're not interested in dealing Paul George to the Lakers in particular. I got to feel like these other uh, asset rich teams like the Celtics or or somebody else out there would have a better offer for us. Yeah, well I know Cavs Kevin Pritchard. Do you, do you do you even read the news, Kevin Pritchard? Because uh, I already said that I want to go to LA. I've been leaking the shit out of that <laughs> for the last six months. Uh, so you know I, I clearly would not extend with any team uh it's maybe slightly possible i might stick around if we're like a championship contender but probably not my plan is to go to to la right now so if you're trading for me anybody just letting it out there you know you could really only count on me being there for one year maybe if you could renegotiate and extend me up to the max this year that might change the financial incentives enough but probably right now my plan is still to go to the lakers in 2018 free agency unless something really crazy happens Cavs here, despite uh, Aaron Mintz's best interest to uh, attempts to depress the trade market, we are still willing to offer Kevin Love for Paul George. Unfortunately, we can't add a lot to this deal because we have such limited assets, but uh, we are definitely willing to include the rights to Shetty Osman, who we drafted it in the early second round a couple of years ago, and I, we think is an NBA player. How about adding your unprotected 2021 and 2023 first rounders? I don't think we're comfortable doing that for someone who would be a rental because we don't know what the direction of our franchise will be by 2021. Also, you know, even though the owner is in charge and doesn't care about the future, we're, we're still trying to keep some <laughs> eye on that. Is, isn't everything now just about the window for next year while you still have LeBron? You trade for Paul George. That would be a huge step in re-signing LeBron. I mean, we're giving up a current all-star in Kevin Love. We yeah, think the that's problem a, is he just, the, he just by far the best offer you're going to get. He just doesn't do that much for us. I think the value uh, might be about right. But if we lose Paul George, I just Paul, Kevin Love is not enough of a difference maker uh, to really fit with where we'd be. Well, are there any third teams interested in Kevin Love and joining this this trade negotiation? So for a point of clarification here, what are the Pacers looking for from a theoretical third team? So basically, so these third teams can calibrate what they're basically assuming that they're getting Kevin Love for X. What is X? Uh, we, we'd like to get uh, some combination of draft pick and young player who uh, ideally the one young player who can contribute now uh, so we can be a competitive team. I don't know if we can fully tank in our market. I don't think our fans would respond to that, Uh, but a young player who's on the rise and then a, a lucrative draft pick. While we're waiting for third teams to figure it out, <laughs> Nuggets here, we would like to talk to Mr. Mintz to see whether Mr. George would be willing to renegotiate and extend with us. We're a talented young team who has cap space and talent here. But if Mr. George is not willing to renegotiate and extend with us, we are less interested in acquiring him as opposed to Kevin Love. No, I don't think so, because it, there's really no scenario in which you're a championship contender. I'm going to be 27, 28 already. Like, uh, the whole point of me staying somewhere other than the Lakers would be that we are like, you know, in the finals every year. So uh, yeah, not interested. Sorry, Denver. Denver is disappointed in this news. Denver now talks to Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, how, w- how would you feel about assets? We are not willing to include Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic under any circumstances. We are also almost, un- almost taking Gary Harris off the board. Assume that he is for all intents and purposes. What of our remaining assets are of interest to you for Kevin Love? Man, well, that got, uh, that got thick 
in looking at your roster very quickly there. I, you know, we like we like Juan Hernan Gomez. I, you know, some something around him and Gary Harris would certainly be of interest. We are not willing to part with both of those in this in the same trade for Kevin Love at this point. Boston, you guys could maybe get into it. Uh, you know that that is one place. I mean, hey, no assurances, no assurances. But uh, I mean, I'd I'd rather than just be stuck in Indiana for a year. I'd rather go to Boston for a year and have a chance to compete. And I could check out the landscape. Maybe I like it, and you know, I'd be willing to give up on on my dreams of playing for the Lakers. But no guarantees. But uh, might be willing to consider it there. So we'd prefer to go into free agency and see what we're able to do there before we evaluate what's the best offer we can make to the Pacers. Pacers, are you guys willing to? wait for us to to see we think we can comfortably beat any offer you're going to get from another team well and and before you respond to that pacers i'll also say this if no gordon hayward i'm probably not really that interested in in re-signing in boston i don't think we would be a championship contender even if i went there unless you're able to get gordon hayward or maybe blake griffin so i that does i if that happens then you know there's probably a much better chance that i would stay in boston so i i would advise the celtics if they want to have what uh more of a chance of retaining me to to wait and see on that one that, that Celtics, yeah. can you do this could you i'm assuming what you'd want to do is you'd want to trade for him for exactly those reasons paul, uh, paul george's agent has laid out that if you get gordon hayward or blake griffin then you'd want to trade for him then you'd be more interested. I mean, I think we're willing to trade for him even if we don't get those players. We're confident that we're more confident apparently than Paul George is that his addition <laughs> would make us a contender in the uh, a team that could challenge the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference and potentially get to the NBA Finals and uh, is noted and lose once you get there. That would give us the ability to <laughs> renegotiate and extend his contract, which realistically we probably would not be able to do if we had Gordon Hayward or, or Blake Griffin. So can we talk about contingencies? Because I'm going to wait on this because we, we got to move them. If we're going to wait, I want to know what's going to be there for us, what your offer is going to be. You know, if you sign Hayward, if you don't sign Hayward, give me an idea of what's going to be there. And if well, if it's something good, we'll wait. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we sign one of them, then we have to include realistically Avery Bradley and probably any package. Uh, it's possible sure. we could create enough salary with Jalen Brown and, uh, and Marcus Smart if we don't have to trade him to to make room for those guys uh otherwise so that would take away a little bit of the pick value in a scenario where we don't get those guys i think we'd be willing to start at an offer of jalen brown who was the number three pick in the draft last year our first round pick in 2018 and the la clippers protected 2019 first round pick hmm that is interesting and what if you do get get uh hayward or griffin so since avery bradley would be offer you so much present value right now and we think even if he didn't fit your direction that you could flip him in a trade uh we would not be willing to offer as much pick we would not be willing to offer as much pick value in that trade sort of have to explore uh, exactly who we're going to have on our roster at that point okay i think i think we're comfortable waiting i don't think the lakers offer is going to get worse and i think we're we're okay waiting and seeing how things go for boston the lakers are not significantly sure how their offer could get worse (laughs) (laughs) are there any other teams that would be interested in the acquiring kevin love angle of this for Cleveland like Phoenix has been been talked about would Phoenix be willing to make an offer for Kevin Love that could be competitive with what Boston is talking about yeah so for the the Suns it might depend a little on where we're going uh, if we get surprised and there's another free agent who would be interested uh, which we're not really counting on uh, some veterans where we could win a little bit sooner uh, maybe but I think at this point we're we're going to embrace being young and hope to take a leap uh, within a year or two quickly and not really pushing chips for Kevin Love right now 
Timberwolves here. We would be open to a potential <laughs> reunion if Indiana is interested in Ricky Rubio. He can be your kind of your point guard of the intermediate. We think that would be a wonderful fit for you. <laughs> but we don't have a ton in terms of other assets because we're looking to make ourselves the best possible team. But if that's something you want, we can make it happen. Yeah, I don't mind Ricky Rubio. I absolutely think he should be traded without question. Uh, I'm just sure I don't think that's quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh man how did i not make you the wolves dad that was that i know was huge a massive, oversight massive oversight i mean we still gave you the nets and uh and the pistons though and the bucks of course i got it's got to be bucks <laughs> bucks here it's got that that was that's the that's the original um Put that on all right so so are we done with paul george nothing's happening as of this moment yeah i think we're gonna wait out the celtics okay uh, this is the agent for Carmelo Anthony. Phil Jackson, uh, is there like a certain time of day that like it'd be best to call you like like the couple hours <laughs> day that you work or like w- when you're like most alert? Well, it, it can't be too late because I go to bed early, but it can't be too early in the afternoon because I'm watching my stories. Could, could I just call Charlie Rosen and he can like wake you up? Hey, why don't you just call Steve Mills? He's in charge of this anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, I would like a buyout. You know, Phil has been trashing me in the media as Carmelo Anthony, and really, I'm obviously the big problem. I'm the reason the triangle doesn't work. Like, why don't you just uh, buy me out, give me my full salary, just wave me. I'll I'll go sign with the Cavaliers, and then, you know, you can move on to a new uh, Knicks era. I'll tell you what. How about you reduce your guaranteed compensation down to $10 million uh, over these next two years, and then then we'll buy you out? Well, considering that i'm due 54 million i don't think i'm going to be able to make up that 44 million and obviously you know i really want to stay in new york as well i mean i got to be close to my strange wife and son unless you know i get to go to a really awesome situation and get to keep all of my money (laughs) apparently uh, that's the only reason i could think of that uh you know we would have been leaking that uh, to the media i mean so i've got an early termination option i'm definitely certainly going to opt into that next year like uh that's 28 million i think this situation is kind of similar to darren williams right you remember him two years ago he uh had about the same amount of money relative to the cap remaining on his deal as i do kind of similar situation with the team and so i think he took a haircut of basically like 10 million per season so like that's the most i'd be willing to do is knock 20 million off that 54 million left i mean and there's probably realistically i'm going to cleveland i'm probably going to you know only sign for the full taxpayer mid-level by the way cleveland if i get bought out you interested in uh signing me to the full tax pyramid level absolutely okay so basically i'm still taking a 10 million dollar haircut there so all right this is what i'll be willing to do. i'll be willing to knock eight million a year off uh and i'll still be losing some money that way uh but you guys can, can move on with your lives i mean that's the most important thing because i'm just killing your culture and i can't play in the triangle how am i supposed to how are you going to learn your lesson if we just let you go like that <laughs> how am i going to teach you your lesson i'm phil jackson here i can be way more stubborn and way meaner in the media than your silly little leaks, and I'll wait you out. I, I, I have contract secu- I have job security. I've got a contract. I can wait you out until you accept a trade. And I know we're not going to get full value for you. I know that, but we're going to get something in return when we trade you. You got to come along and accept a trade, or or that buyout number's got to be way lower than that. Well, you may recall I have a, a no trade clause that I shrewdly negotiated. I'll make you so miserable in the summer here. of twenty <laughs> summer of twenty fourteen. Well, my wife and son are here. How miserable can I be with? Uh, making 27 million a year over the next two years 
life life is good here uh all right what's your best offer phil let, let, let's wrap this up we're gonna we're gonna do it or not five million per year is what you'd be left with in gu- guaranteed salary that's my best offer all right i guess i'm just sticking around in new york where i am very happy i really want to stay so we, we're unable to reach a buyout agreement okay, okay. and uh you know i sure i certainly uh won't call james dolan and and see if i can uh <laughs> see if i can get that fixed um i mean it, your other problem too though if i'm on the team phil you're trying to rebuild right now i'm gonna make you too good to get a decent draft pick you're just gonna be picking like number nine every year I'm don't you want to like get a top five pick these next couple of years to build around Kristaps porzingis or whoever you acquire and trade for Kristaps porzingis have you seen my ability to nail draft picks farther down the first round i got porzingis the the one of the best players in that draft number four nobody thought i could get a good player there i got neely kina uh, in the middle late lottery like he's gonna be a star do you know how smart i am i'm not worried about that god this is way too realistic <laughs> uh- <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Kevin Durant, uh, you are lucky. We are Kumbaya. I bought into the culture in Golden State. And so I am willing, Warriors, to, I assume you'll give me whatever contract I want, but because I realize your situation with having to actually stay over the cap, keep the cap holds of Andre Guadal and Sean Livingston on the books. If I go for my full max of $34.7 million this year, you won't be able to do that. So you can pay me up to $31.8. I'll take that on a one plus one like that's fine for me and then just as long as you tell me warriors that you'll give me a max deal for uh when i want it next summer we cannot formally make that offer at this time but if that is to be your understanding we would not say that is incorrect all right kevin durant one plus one starting at 31.8 million next up steph curry age 29 i was on a four-year 44 million dollar contract that famously allowed you to get all these other dudes including kevin durant I'm eligible for the five-year designated max extension. That would be five years, $201 million. I would like a four plus one for that. And I would also like a no trade clause. We would like to offer you either a four plus one if you want a player option in the last year or a no trade clause, but we're going to fold incredibly quickly if you want both. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's it's got to happen. I mean, you, you because remember the optics here too, right? Like everyone, everyone here has taken less to be part of this. You, if you look like you're not taking care of me, it's just going to look so bad for you after you've been making so much money off of me these last few years. I won two MVPs in a row. Yeah, so four plus one, no trade clause, everything that I can possibly get. And hey, you know, at least you're getting me for five more years or four in this case. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. All right, now it gets interesting. Chris Paul, age 32. I'm going to let, I'll tell you who I'm interested in. I'm interested in the Clippers. I'm interested in San Antonio. I'm interested in Houston. So why don't each of you guys give me just like a one minute pitch on what your best contract offer would be and why you would like me to join. And also maybe what your plan might be for creating money if you don't have it, because I definitely want the max for sure. I'm I'm the NBA president. I got to get the max. It would just look terrible if I don't. The NBA PA president. All right. Where do you want to start? Houston and San Antonio? Yeah. Why don't we, uh, San Antonio, what do you got for us? So San Antonio is willing to extend you a maximum offer. Uh, presuming that we're able to clear the necessary space by trading LaMarcus Aldridge to a team that will take him into their cap space. 
And our case for you signing here is pretty simple. We we believe that, you know, had Kawhi Leonard been healthy, we would have been closer to the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs than anyone in the NBA was last season. And that was despite the fact that our starting point guard, Tony Parker, was injured. Uh, you know, he's going to be coming back from injury next year as unlikely to continue in a starting role. And we think that you are the perfect replacement for him to take us to the next level. You and Kawhi Leonard give us two of the NBA's premier two-way players, guys who are elite at both ends of the court. And we think that we're going to, you know, by trading Aldridge with this move and some other moves, pivot to being a little bit more of a smaller, quicker team that we think can best compete with Golden State in the playoffs and give you a chance to make the Western Conference Finals for the first time in your career. Well, why don't you just dump Tony Parker? He's not even going to play next year. And like Aldridge, we need him. He's a good player. Like the whole point of coming here is we're going to contend for a championship right now. I'm 32. We got to be as good as we could possibly be in the first year. Tony Parker has won, I think, four championships with us. We can't just set him aside that easily, given his legacy to the team. Much is we'd feel the same loyalty to you as you get move advance in your career if you were to have a similar injury okay so you're talking about uh, what's our team going to look like then if, if i join up we're going to have me at the one danny green at two Kawhi at three so we have currently david davis bertans and kyle anderson at power forward and we'd still have that room mid-level and we think we're confident that if you sign here just as we saw with david west two years ago for us and last year with the warriors that players are going to be willing to take less money to play for the spurs because of the opportunity to compete for for a championship and play with you and Kawhi Leonard. All right. And so, and Pau Gasol, he'll come back for like the room exception or something like that. That's the idea. That's our hope. Yeah. I don't know if Pau Gasol's agent is going to be willing to take that much of a haircut. Like, If you move Aldridge, how much room could you fit in under the cap for Gasol? It, let's see. The math gets a l- we want to keep Jonathan Simmons' contract in the books. So with a max deal for Chris Paul, we would be looking at $6.8 million. That's not awful for Gasol, if, especially if it were a, a three-year deal. That'd be more guaranteed money than he was giving up. I don't know. I, I'm a little skeptical of this offer. I, I I really think like we could be awesome if we just you moved on from Parker and maybe you could just like make some wink wink deal to bring him back next year or something after you after you just uh, trade him away for nothing and you know that attach would, a first round pick to him or something like that. But. That would be against the rules, and the San Antonio Spurs would never consider such a thing. <laughs> All right, so so that's that's your best offer right there, San Antonio for for our team. I gotta say, I'm not that impressed. I don't think we're. I mean, it's a lot of money for me to give up uh, clippers why don't you get in here next uh, because i have to say the san antonio offer was not that good actually no why don't we do houston next to see w- what they think our our team would look like uh and how you're going to clear the money all right so houston here we are optimistic that we can trade ryan anderson and either patrick beverly or lewis williams lou williams to create the necessary cap space and we think that that would make us a team much more suited to compete with the golden state warriors because all of a sudden we'd be starting trevor ariza at power four who's an ideal matchup for the Warriors' small lineups. Uh, We'd anticipate probably adding some help at power forward with our room exception. But, you know, certainly by the time we got deep into the playoffs, Ariza at power forward would be our default lineup. And the other thing we can pitch to you is... 
look, you've seen the number of point guards who have gone into Mike D'Antoni's system and had career years from MVPs like Steve Nash and uh, James Harden, uh, MVP candidates like Steve Na- James Harden. I guess uh, he, he, of course, didn't win. We thought we feel like he was robbed. We definitely think that he was the MVP. Uh, but even guys like Chris Duhon, Patrick Beverly on the rare opportunities that he played point guard last year, put up incredible numbers. So imagine what someone like you and we have the statistics to show that you are one of the greatest point guards of all time without question the best at least since magic johnson and john stockton only imagine what you could do in our system with the kind of shooting and floor spacing that we have that you have never enjoyed throughout your career playing with two traditional big men what about the fit between me and james harden we're both kind of ball ball dominant guys uh you know i mean not that i can't play with someone like that but i just i want to know what your plan is for how we're going to coexist yeah i mean i think we're going to try to make sure that you guys are running the team individually as much as we can we recognize that we need to get James Harden more rest than we did last season we felt he wore down uh, towards the end of the regular season into the playoffs and you know at the same time I think the way to get the most out of you uh, is you move into farther along into your 30s is to continue to limit your minutes and try to keep you healthy and on the court as much as possible so we think that's going to be a good way for us to not have to have either one of you on the court for 40 minutes a game and then when both of you are on the court you know we envision something similar to what Portland has done with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum in the last couple of years where you know one guy runs a pick and roll on one side of the court kind of brings the help defense to that side and then we swing the ball the other guy's running in a pick and roll against a cleared out backside help side defense and we think that you can be even more effective in that system than you have been with the ball in your hands all the time that does sound appealing as well I still you know I'm not sure whether we're beating the Warriors so uh before I go and talk to the Clippers are there any other teams that think that if they got me you could be a championship contender Timberwolves here we would like to see if you are interested in coming to our core with Jimmy Butler Andrew Wiggins Carl Anthony Towns the way we would clear space would be by moving Ricky Rubio and Cole Aldrich you would there we would have to figure out the dynamics here but we think that the talent level of those four players plus what we can do at the remaining spots with the interest of playing with those four players would be competitive as well yeah it just I don't know about those Minnesota winners I, I this sounds like just some NBA blogger fantasy like I in reality i just i can't be interested in this uh even though you know i'm sure it would be league pass darlings uh that uh my heating bill is just going to be too much there i think um anybody anybody else with like a quick pitch here that i may not be considering yet wait does uh by the way does a sexy blog fantasy involve sexy blogger picks No, they did. They picked. Uh, they could have picked OG Ananobi, uh, but they picked uh, Justin Patton instead. Uh, yeah, heat I don't here. really see anybody else out there. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Heat here. Uh, any interest coming to South Beach? Some guys have come as free agents. Really enjoyed it for a few years. Uh, we'd give you a fairly big input into building the roster. Uh, bring along whatever other stars you want to bring with you, and and we'll try and make it work. Yeah, I still think we're just not really. I mean, playing with Hassan Whiteside and you know a bunch of like defense first wings doesn't really do it for me all right Clippers what's your pitch I mean I, I think I have to admit that like the San Antonio and Houston like San Antonio I was really fired up about them but you know having to give up Aldridge that's kind of disappointing I don't know how we really could improve from there and so if you give me uh my full five-year max you know we actually had the CBA amended this year to be the over 38 rule so now I can get five years and I want to get a four plus one and I want to get a, a no trade clause which I am eligible 
schedule for if you do give me all that clippers uh, i will come back and then maybe you know we can kind of work it out in the future we're happy to give you the four plus one deal our concern is with the no trade clause because we've seen what's happened with your good friend carmelo anthony and how that no trade clause has ruptured his relationship with the new york knicks we don't think either side has ended up happy because of that situation and we'd hate to see the same thing happen with you yeah well the whole reason i'm staying with you is because i like being in la that's like the number one reason like we're clearly it would be the worst basketball situation to stay out of any of those unless we could really significantly refashion in the summer of 2018 mean, clippers do you have any kind of a plan for getting better i mean i'm I'm very very loath to not take the no trade clause i mean this is the whole the whole point here like if you if you really value me that much like you know i mean if it's really a situation that would be beneficial for both of us i'll agree to the trade like that's you know if if we're really not competing i just don't want you to send me somewhere i don't want to go yeah it's just tough for us to envision what that might look like a couple years down the road much as it was for the knicks and carmelo anthony but uh you know we're anticipating for the summer of 2018 making a vigorous pitch towards bringing your good friend lebron james to la to play with you yeah there was a report today that he would never ever play for the clippers by Mike Wise and and someone who knows said that so uh I, I'm a little skeptical there I mean I think if that's, you give that's, me the that's four because plus he doesn't one. know that if LeBron comes we'll rebrand our team <laughs> he won't play uh, for the Clippers what does he have something right, so, against ships or something <laughs> all right this is what it boils down to Clippers if you give me the four plus one no trade I'm sticking around otherwise it's going to be Spurs if that's what it takes we are content to give you the no trade clause and Spurs if you would have dumped Tony Parker you could have had me but you know that's what loyalty gets you just uh you know five championships in 18 years so <laughs> you're just you're obviously just doing things wrong all right Chris Paul going back to the Clippers four plus one 201 million dollars and a no trade clause phew I just can't believe the Rockets got so far when Daryl Morey sort of implied that John Stockton was better than Chris Paul. <laughs> All right, Gordon Hayward, age 27. He is not eligible for a no trade from Utah. He would be, but he has eight years or seven years of experience, not eight, which are required to get that. Uh, Utah, Boston, and Miami are really the teams that, that I am considering here. Uh, Utah, I assume you'll just give me any deal that I want, no matter what? That is correct, sir. We will give you that. We have a spectacular... Or do you want our pitch now, or do you want us to be lost? No, please, go ahead. We feel that we have a spectacular team around you. Despite being just ravaged by injuries this past year, we were still the f- number five seed in the Western Conference, won our first-round series, despite Rudy Gobert having an ankle injury. We were still able to overcome the mighty Clippers we feel like we're only at the beginning of this. I believe our starting five, our intended five, only played 15 games together last year. Whether George Hill comes or leaves, we feel that we will be able to get a point guard that, that will fit within within what we want. We hope that it's George Hill. And we can stay competitive long-term. We are committed to you. You would be beloved here in a way that is truly special and that you would be replaceable other places. And we feel that for your legacy and for your competitiveness, this is the best place to be. I can't say I agree with you on the competitiveness uh, maybe against uh, as opposed to Miami uh but Boston uh, Miami am I right about that let's hear let's hear your pitch that was me literally putting my ring on the table shout out (laughs) Ruth Feldman (laughs) 
if you come to Miami, you'll learn how to win a championship. We know you learned so much in Utah of how to grow as a player, but they do not have that championship culture that we do. We are on that next level. This is the next step in your career. Everything you've done is great to get here, but if you truly want to take the next step to learn how to be a winner, you'll come to Miami. You'll play between Goran Dragic and Hassan Whiteside. Be that that third star that we need. And we have some role players to fill in the gaps. We, we have Justice Winslow. We have Josh Richardson. We have Tyler Johnson. These are gritty players who know our culture and can free you to be the true star that you are and play in some warm weather with no income tax. Yeah, my wife, I think, is a big fan of Miami, to be sure. And I probably have the best chance of being an all-star and being really well-known. I'm sure we'll make the playoffs. I don't really see us as a championship contender, though. I'm still a very competitive person. Boston, what is your plan to build around me if, if I get there? First of all, you know, you got to give me the absolute max. So I assume you, you can get to that space without too much trouble. Well, would you have any interest in taking 350000 less than the absolute max? <laughs> I mean, I probably would want to get a three plus one. And if you also gave me a 15% trade bonus, I mean, what is the point of taking 350,000 less? It allows us to keep Marcus Smart, who we think is an important part of our core. So we think that it makes us much more competitive if we're able to keep it. Yeah, I think I could take 350000 less than the max. As long as you give me a 15% trade bonus and a 3 plus 1, that would enable me to get back onto the market. And really, that would be my plan anyway in Utah. And so, you know, I don't really want a five-year deal. I want to get back on the market when I'm still about 30 years old, lock in for more money, also be eligible for the 10 plus max, which because I'm a player and I think that I will just continue improving indefinitely, I would certainly command uh, at age 30. And so I would, uh, there really isn't that much financial advantage in Utah, Boston. If you can offer me 15% trade bonus and the, the three plus one, uh, I am in. We're happy to do it. We see no reason why we would want to trade you on this contract so that doesn't even really matter to us pacers right, here can we can we get a meeting and just urge you to convince the celtics to, to like just demand that they trade for paul george to make this happen please <laughs> you're kind of counting on that please look it's your home yeah, state no, they need, i mean yeah the, the uh drafted back to back in nine and ten in the uh 2010 draft we will uh we would be a powerhouse certainly if you're able to bring in uh, paul george do utah um, jazz would like to mention for that we are also willing to offer you a trade bonus if that is important to you we we assumed that was a part of our offer before yes no no i and i understand that it's it's tough utah because it's really other than just the fact that like i would be a utah icon solely because i just had played there for a long time and i was good of course uh that that's really all you had to offer at this point because i you know we're the eastern conference is much easier boston if they add me is going to have more talent lebron could even be leaving the eastern conference in a year and the money thing i want to three plus one anyway so you're really only offering me like a couple million bucks more so it's just it, it's just a hard sell you time I'm, I'm really sorry i, I love my time there but uh hey you know maybe uh when you had a chance you could have offered me a four-year deal for like 50 million bucks that's all i wanted or maybe when i got into restricted free agency you could have not made me go out on the market where i had multiple max offers already and get a three plus one and then you would have me for another year but you blew it and i still have a few scars from that as well so i think i'm going to be moving on to the boston celtics god there's going to be a beautiful jersey burning out in the out in the wilderness of of slightly north of salt lake city utah <laughs> all right celtics we have a little cap business to take care of we need to trade uh terry rogier uh to to make this trade happen is anyone interested in terry rogier i think we here. could just agree on acclamation that that trade happens all right well maybe we want to include him in the in the pacers trade yeah that's a, that's uh well they they got to sign they probably 
they got to sign Hayward first because they're gonna, the right. trade is going to send well, no, out they, less they, salary than it will take As back. a technical matter, what they could do is they could trade Rozier first, then sign Hayward, then do the George trade, theoretically. Yeah, if we have enough matching salary, which I... Th- let's see, because... Mm. Yeah, you, you got to get up to fourteen point five million in salary to trade for Paul George. Correct. So yeah, it, Rogier, Rogier, Jalen Brown, and Avery Bradley just does it. I was kind of assuming I was going to have to trade Marcus Smart the whole time. So well, you can include Rozier in this trade because that trade would not be able to be. It wouldn't right, be aggregated. Right. I know. Well, so so what's the deal? I mean, is that going to is that structure going to get it done for you, Indiana? Are there any other suitors for Paul George who could offer more than that? I mean, I think we can work out the cap math later. But why don't we just figure out exactly what the deal will be between Boston and Indiana first, and see if you guys can even agree on it before we we deal with the rest of this. So you you need to move Bradley. Did you need to move? Crowder in that also we're gonna try and hang on to Jay Crowder okay so let's what about Bradley that Lakers Kings pick uh and Jalen Brown we think that's too much value we're not willing to go that high in terms of the pick I mean especially now you're getting a current starter in Avery Bradley who has plenty of trade value as well as you know a future starter a number three overall pick last year in Jalen Brown so we think and that plus say, our, our 2018 draft pick should be sufficient and as Paul George's agent I mean this is it would be a very enticing team I'm willing to come into it with a semi-open mind but you know generally I'm still looking out towards uh, towards LA and obviously you're not going to have the money to renegotiate and extend me now earlier so you know I I mean in fact you know what I'll tell you I'll tell you this I'm definitely going to go to LA so Boston you should not give up too many assets uh to to get me you should give up the absolute minimum possible number of assets and uh by the way wink wink I will do everything I can to depress my trade value as much as possible so you have to give up the absolute minimum number of assets to make our team as good as possible Could after all out. the great years we've had together this is how you repay us paul george yeah hey, i could have just not said anything and just left in the summer of 2018 after your futile attempts to put another winner around me yeah I guess. any more monte ellis signings you want to <laughs> make there <laughs> too soon <laughs> is rodney stucky actually we could could you re-sign him for another uh seven million we brought back lance stevenson for you well, Lakers here, Lakers here, I don't know if this makes our offer better than Boston's, but we forgot to mention that we would also take back, if we if we can, we'd fit in salary like Monte Ellis that expires after this coming season. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have a huge need for that. I don't know where our cap space is going to go anyway. Uh, Boston, what about instead of your own first round pick in 2018, how about you make it that Memphis pick and then we'd have we a deal? Can't do the Memphis pick. We could do the Clippers pick in 2019. Well, Chris Paul just resigned there. If if we had done this before on the chance he'd leave, I I probably would have done it. But knowing he's going yeah. back, well, that pick's lottery protected anyway. So well, they could have kept Blake Griffin and been middle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Pacers, you're, where are you getting this better offer from? Our imaginations were bluffing clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is clearly the best offer we're going to get, and, and we'll take it if we can't get something better. Well, but I, I think like his value to Boston is just a little bit more than that. Couldn't Boston offer both their own pick and that Clippers pick, neither of which is going to be any good? Yeah, we do that. All right, we'll, we'll do that deal. So it's it's Bradley, uh, Jalen Brown, Boston's own pick in 2018, and the Clippers pick in 2019. And, and Terry Rozier. You're also getting Terry Rozier, by the way. I thought we couldn't get Rozier. No, I mean, to make the cap work, you have to get Rozier. Oh, great. Fantastic. So Yeah, we'll right, do so that. So one more time. Uh, 
what is that? Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier, Avery Bradley, Jalen Brown, Boston's own 2018 first rounder, and the Clippers' 2019 first rounder for Paul George. And so I am going to need to trade to Mark Marcus Smart for someone slightly lower lower salaried to pull this off. All off. I don't know if we want to. He's that pretty out redundant right. there at this point, anyway. Well, so if well, you the problem, the problem could is you we have hold, no backup yeah. guards. Yeah. Well, could you hold on to Rozier and trade Smart instead? It, I mean, we have to trade both of those guys. One of them to create the cap space to get to get Hay sign Hayward, and one of them t- in the trade. Oh, because you got to add up Rozier, Bradley, and Brown to get to your or 14.5 or what I'm thinking is, you know, I, I would trade Smart for someone lower salaried than trade Rozier in that, or you know, something. I, I guess yeah, if I trade Rozier Smart for someone lower salaried, I would no longer have to include Rozier in that trade. I could include that player in the trade. So that's that's the way it would have to work out is I would have to trade him for like someone who's making like 2.5 million. I, okay, I, will well, say, I will say again that we I think we can do this little right. minutia as by acclamation, just say that it can work because I mean, somebody would take Marcus Smart. Yeah, and maybe that's a, we can get back to the that offer later on. I mean, we'll see. Why don't we see what teams get point guards and what teams don't and then maybe that deal could be made. But the basic structure is we're, we're pretty good on that. Yep, I think so. That's a pretty decent haul for the uh, Pacers, actually. Now, if you're if you're saying only pretty decent haul, maybe I lost because I know you are the leader of the Jalen Brown fan club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a guy, a superstar with one year left on his contract, I think that's one of the better ones out there. But Boston is tough because they already got Hayward, and a lot of these assets kind of aren't really doing them any good. So it's like, all right, we might as well throw some more in and just make sure that we beat any other offer. All right, so we're good on that. Wow, so that Boston team, who's on your team now, Boston? Okay, so assuming we find a way to hang on to Terry Rozier, we've got Thomas and Paul George are starting guards. Rozier is a backup. Uh, Hayward starting at small forward. We're going to start Horford at power forward and Ante Zizic at center, but plan to frequently play with Jay Crowder at power forward and Horford at center. And then we also have Jason Tatum still around as a backup. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, and we've got some your, roster spots your room to fill. exception yeah. as well. And uh, we, we have had well, to here, uh, we, defer we'll, Gershon, we'll, Gershon Yabusele. I don't know. I, well, why, why don't you just do this, guys? Why don't you have, uh, with Hayward leaving, doesn't Utah just have a, I mean, yeah, they, they would be fine to do that. Couldn't you do, nah, there's no way you could do a sign and trade for, for Hayward because there wouldn't be enough salary to go back to Utah. Well, unless so, we kept so Tyler Zeller and stayed over the cap the whole time. Nah, I guess Zeller would Utah does not want Tyler Zeller's $8 million next year. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> well Zeller's yeah, name guaranteed, guaranteed it isn't until later, right? Yeah, but you couldn't no, make the trade. Yeah, he would have to agree to extend the guarantee date, okay. which as his agent, I wouldn't want to do i'd want to get get out on the market because uh i have already been waived obviously in this scenario so we can put put him in the list of uh awesome free agents i'm sure he'll be right near the back at the top you remember he started uh two years two years ago um all right that's still a pretty nasty team boston and you've got your room exception to work with still as well blake griffin a little disappointed that he never even got a chance to talk to the boston celtics who obviously made gordon hayward a priority uh so clippers you know i, I just saw what you gave chris paul five years four plus one no trade clause i'm on the same level as him right so why don't you just give me that same offer and i'll stick around we're considerably less comfortable offering you a no trade clause at this point again we just don't know what our direction our future direction might hold well uh let's see if i can create some leverage elsewhere who else is interested in 28 year old blake griffin i should be ready at some point during camp with that uh planter plate injury in my toe well nobody else what about miami you're not interested in blake griffin uh heat here yes we are Yes, we are. Uh, Blake, we'd, we'd love to have you. You can uh, come learn how to be a winner. You can play with 
uh, Hassan Whiteside. Uh, I think you're used to playing with a center in that mold, have become very good at it, really developed your all-around skills. Uh, I think it'd be an excellent fit. And uh, so would you be willing to offer me a 3 plus 1 at the max 15% trade bonus? We would do it uh, without the trade bonus. Hmm. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, Anybody else interested in me at all? Nuggets here. We would like to have a conversation with you and with Paul Millsap that we understand that those might occur those would be occurring at the same time in real life but cannot occur at the same time here we would be interested in you also because you are you have a lower salary just be just be, by virtue of it a lower maximum salary so we would be interested in talking with you about your fit with Nikola Jokic with Jamal Murray and we think that you would be a nice fit for where we're going yeah Denver is not really like that great of a market though like I, I'm like you know a cool guy like I, I think I need to be in Miami uh I, so Miami would be a leader anybody else got an offer for Blake Griffin Wolves or are you gonna or would you be prioritizing Paul Millsap or Cal Lowry or someone else we would be prioritizing Paul Millsap we, we have a lot of guys that we want to talk to Paul Millsap the point guards everybody else but we are interested in you if we have this space uh we think that you and Towns would be a fascinating combination at the big man spots so if you're willing to kind of hang out we can do that but we're if you want to say we can't say you're our guy right now all right well uh, if you can't say that then I'm not interested uh so it really it looks like it comes down to Clippers and Miami here Clippers offering a four plus one will not offer a no trade clause however Miami offering a three plus one uh would not offer a 15 percent trade bonus uh Clippers would you give me a 15 percent trade bonus since you won't offer me the no trade I don't think we're comfortable doing that oof well, Chris Paul is already back. You know what? I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to leave and I'm going to go to Miami. Wow. Very, very tough decision. But I've always wondered what I could do with my own team. The East is easier. I mean, we'll probably get a higher seed in the East with me there in Miami than we would in the West if I stick around. And I've already gotten, you know, a max contract. I've made plenty of money in endorsements. I just, it's time to kind of break away a little bit. For me, the older I've gotten, the more valuable my time has gotten. And so do I really want to spend my time going to clothing stores and trying to find the one perfect piece that also actually fits within my budget? 5-4 Club understands that your time is extremely valuable. Each month, they send you a curated box of two to three items that are handpicked to match the current season and your style. 5-4 Club has been helping men with fashion for over 15 years, and they ship to over 100,000 men each month. They know what they're doing, so if you don't, which sometimes I don't, that's okay. 5-4 Club will help you build your wardrobe one month at a time. You get $120 worth of clothes for just $60 a month, and you can pause or cancel anytime with no commitments. Also, as a 5-4 Club member, you'll receive up to 50% off items in their online shop and access to exclusive members-only items, free shipping, and size exchanges. When you sign up, you can fill out their questionnaire, give them an idea of what kind of style you're looking for. You're looking for edgier more traditional whatever your style 54 club can take care of you and send you stuff that is styled just for you they partner with cutting edge designers and brands so you get the same quality as top designer clothes for way less again just $60 per month when you get started with them go to 54 club right now and enter promo code capspace They'll give you 50% off your first month's package, plus a free pair of sunglasses. Once again, cap space. We've always been talking about that. All show today on the mock-off season, 54club.com, promo code cap space, 54club.com, promo code cap space. 
32-year-old Paul Millsap is next on the list here. I would love to get a five-year max offer from the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks, uh, you willing to do that? We are not willing to do that. At this point, all we're comfortable doing is four years, 100 million flat. Okay. Yeah. So 25 million per season. That's not really that bad, especially because we're not going to win anything. So I think we need to go uh, see what else is out there. What else is out there for Paul Millsap? I mean, is, is can anybody come with just a straight up four year max offer, three plus one? Denver, Minnesota, and Sacramento. I have all three of them. Uh, they're all they're all willing to come to come close. Uh, Denver would what we would prefer to do is we would prefer to start at the full maximum and keep it flat because we can only do five percent raises anyway. We're a new team, and or even if you were willing to do it to descend it, just because our team's going to get a lot more expensive. That is what we would prefer to do for you. We think that is more than fair. Well, don't tell me what you prefer to do. What's your offer? Because I'm going to go and compare it to somebody else. So. Give Give me what your your best offer is. We will give you a full a full four year a full full four year offer, but not a three plus one. We want we want control of that final year. Fair enough. I think the chances of me opting out of that are fairly low. Uh, just we agree real talk you, at age at age thirty five, uh, making uh, so so that deal in aggregate would be for the full four year max. That would be. Uh, that would be 149 million. That's good. So the Nuggets were willing to do that. The Nuggets were. Okay. The Rockets were will- Rockets were interested, but we weren't willing to go higher than four years, 115 million. Hmm. Okay. So that yearly salary is uh, about 28, 28, 29 million. Is there a reason that you can't go more than that, Rockets? Just the, your own fiscal prudence, or is there some kind of cap limitation? Our own fiscal prudence, and we still would have to trade Ryan Anderson to even make that deal. Fair enough uh wolves how about you guys what are you willing to offer you willing to match that denver offer we are not willing to match the denver offer but we will get close we are our future finances are coming on much more quickly than denver's are so we could either start you at the max and go well i guess our preference would be to start you at the to start you at the max and then drop slightly or we could go below that at like 32 and then go flat whichever you'd prefer Hmm. i am not really sure i kind of like the the fit in denver uh although you know being the only guy who plays any defense might be a little annoying i mean certainly minnesota will will respond to that by saying we with you would be a serious contender for a top seed in the west and being better we think we would be better with you than denver would be so you can consider that would you be willing to give me the three plus one minnesota with that structure of descending or flat yes yeah and what's your plan to create uh 32 million in space so if that's the offer that you prefer we what we would do is the first thing is moving ricky rubio that would get us awfully close and we would probably in a practical sense use ricky rubio to offload cole aldrich because he has seven million for next year and then that would give us more than enough space who's our point guard if i go there likely whoever either tyus jones or whoever we can get for the room mid-level exception that would be our weak point but we think that this is a market where if one of the point guards gets left out in the cold they would have an amazing opportunity for a make good if they want to and now if you sign me then you've got wiggins and towns and jimmy butler all who could be making the max as well i mean is glenn taylor really willing to pay the tax to keep this team together for more than a couple of years we are optimistic. Would be a significant tax payment we are optimistic that by that point we will be competitive enough that we can change his thinking on the matter but we will be candid that if we do not succeed it might get complicated that is why we are descending this to make it a little bit more palatable yeah i mean my big concern is just that i'm gonna get traded like that's that's my concern that in two years you're just gonna trade me to wherever um and you're would not you like offering a, would this- you like a trade bonus <laughs> 
We would not offer yeah, a fifteen percent trade bonus, but we could do we could do a five percent. Uh, that, that sweetens the deal slightly. Uh, that's like it, well, I mean, it sweetens it pretty bucks, significantly considering how much money you're getting from us. It is a lot of money. Man, this is this is tough. Anybody else got an offer for Millsap other than Denver? I mean, Houston. I just I'm not sure financially. You're you're not quite there. Um. So I mean, are, would you be willing to throw in the goodies, three plus one trade bonus, that kind of stuff, to make it more more competitive? We don't like to give out trade bonuses. We'd be comfortable giving you a player option, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just that full max offer. Uh, if nobody can beat that, uh. 149 million over four years making 39.8 million as a 36 year old i i don't think i can turn that out i think i need to go to uh the denver nuggets Woo. Uh, no no clapping no uh <laughs> <laughs> it was really a struggle like I, I as the player agent i'm really having some difficulty here on some of these uh like blake griffin and Millsap well, were both. well i think we could difficult. take a second to talk about Millsap. i had a lot of trouble figuring this one out like just basically sitting there with denver but what i thought was what's the point of getting a little bit too cute with this because all these teams are about at the same place and i treated them as separate entities because i thought that was the only fair way to do it and yeah. i thought you know if they're if they're going to be that close is denver really going to miss him by two million that doesn't make any sense for them right all right well come on down for your max and uh dumbass nba writer nate duncan has lost his bet with uh <laughs> tim bontemps of the washington post as a result of this full full four-year max the denver nuggets wow paul Millsup back three, to denver three plus one full four i, I like not that three plus i like one. that dan I, oh I yes that. that's right thank you thank you kevin i feel like kevin gets yeah. all my subtle ones yeah <laughs> cue the skylar gray <laughs> Okay, uh, Kyle Lowry, age 31, has opted out of his player option. Toronto, if you just give me the full five-year max, I'm back. We'd love to have you back, uh, but it's got to be at our price. Uh, and we will uh, we'll give you a hefty raise from where you were, uh, and we'll start you out at $18 million per year uh, and and give you uh, full raises with a team option on the fourth year. Or well, I mean, come on. I'm Kyle Lowry. I've been a, arguably a top-ten player in the NBA the last three years. I've been told that there not are the multiple. <laughs> is what we would not say as we're trying to build goodwill, but are thinking in the back of our heads. Well, I've been told that there are multiple max offers out here for all of these point guards. I mean, you think about the, the way they behave during the season. So clearly, uh, there's got to be some offer out there that can beat that. And I mean, it, like you got to go higher than that, Toronto. I mean, the Wolves are gonna, would offer me easily all their cap space that they have right now. They don't even have to create space. They would offer me more money than that. And I'm sure there's others out there as well rockets here yes we uh have long been fans of your game even though we traded you to toronto uh <laughs> and we would love to welcome you back and we're we're interested in offering 120 million over four years yeah you know that's a little better that's 30 million a year uh toronto you're uh if i mean the rockets are giving me a better chance to win it's better weather uh, i assume you, the rockets can create the space uh so i mean toronto you like you got it you're gonna have to beat that offer significantly throw on a, a fifth year um you know probably larger per year as well we have we have to beat it there's no loyalty that if we offer the same you'd stay in toronto i mean i think we i, I still would like to win i liked uh the the weather in houston better i've been there before i've been happy uh mike d'antoni amazing offensive coach like i kind of have seen how like demar Derozan banging his head up against the wall doesn't really work offensively in the playoffs and i think i'm a great fit next to james harden because i can shoot the ball uh i mean 30 million a year for the next uh, four years is is pretty damn good 
I mean, that's uh, still a little bit short of the max. Um, so yeah, it, Toronto, you're going to have to beat that offer. And, and also, I, I'm still, if there are other offers out there as well, uh, that could beat that Houston offer. I don't think there are any out there in terms of teams that would be as good as Houston, probably. Is that right? Or San Antonio, you're going to get in the mix there at all? Spurs are definitely interested, but I, unless there's a lot of interest in LaMarcus Aldridge and someone would like to come forward who's interested in trading for him, I don't think we're comfortable matching that offer. So what's your plan, Spurs? You're just going to wait until the summer of 2018 then probably, and this is really the last big free agent on the market that's going to make a huge difference for you this year. We'll see. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, anybody else uh, you know I mean I think with this offer 30 million a year from the Rockets that's a winning team and I don't really even probably want to hear from you unless you've got either a full four-year max to give me or you're also like a team with a legitimate chance of winning just so you hear it from us Kyle Minnesota we love you but we're not willing to make that kind of an offer to you considering we, we think the point guard market is going to sag and we also think that Houston is a wonderful fit for you so via con Dios all right, Toronto, what's your last best offer? I'm out of here unless you can uh, beat that Houston offer. I don't think we can beat that offer. That That's way above our number. We'd love to have you back, but it needs to be at our number, and, and we're not going to go that high. Yeah, the Feldman kiss of death is we'd love to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wow, Houston uh, Messiah well, there. Now, now Houston needs to trade Ryan Anderson. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, and, and maybe Patrick Beverly could be traded as well. Uh, in that scenario but yeah let's uh let's let's see how you're gonna do this Houston I guess we can't quite sign in the dotted line yet um well, Minnesota I mean, I would like sh- to note I I think Minnesota would like to say that the best way to do this might be to to wait a little bit just because Minnesota would like to look at the other point guards on the market beside before determining this is the best use of our space yeah it I mean, might I guess be easier to Kyle some teams that you know you, you can talk about it a little bit I mean as as long as you I'll just put it this way Houston as long as you'll commit to just stretching Ryan Anderson, if that's what you have to do to get to that offer, uh, you know, you're committing that somehow that is within your control, you will do that. If you can't find a reasonable taker for him, then I'm good waiting. Otherwise, right. if, if you won't make that commitment, then, you know, we need to get this done right now. We will commit to our offer. Very well. Yeah, Rockets got Lou Williams that they could move on from as well. They, they've got you know some decent contracts that people are probably going to want, I, I would think. But we got to just make make a note that we got to get to that later. All right, that is the last of the like really huge free agents, at least as we see them. There are hey. some uh, yes, Dion Waiters. <laughs> okay, uh, I thought he was going to be the centerpiece of part two. <laughs> So there are a couple of non-guarantees we got to take care of now. Tarek Black, 6.6 million non-guaranteed, guarantee date of July 3rd. Lakers, are you going to guarantee that or not? We are. And Phoenix Suns, Leandro Barbosa, already 500,000 guaranteed, but gets up a little over 4 million uh, as of July 3rd. Phoenix Suns, are you going to guarantee that money for him? We yeah. are not. All right, Wait. so you're waving him. <laughs> we don't know who's running the Suns front office. <laughs> I know there's been some confusion in Phoenix but that's a bit much <laughs> yeah no no feldman has them I, I i thought they were on the bottom of my list but no that's sacramento <laughs> <laughs> well yeah which of those two franchises would actually be on the bottom of your list it'd be a good question but uh yeah so leandro barbosa is being waived i think that's that's quite realistic and uh boston were you able to come up with a marcus smart trade we were we have traded him to the oklahoma city thunder in exchange for samaje christian josh Hustis, the chicago bulls 2018 second round pick assuming it is not in the top three of the second round otherwise we 
get the 2018 Thunder second round pick. And then also we get the 2019 Oklahoma City second round pick. And Houston and Samaje Christian will now be the cap filler in that trade with Indiana for Paul George, allowing us to retain Terry Rozier. Wait, what? Since when am I not getting Rozier? This is when this is when my uh, audio cut out. <laughs> I think you did plenty good there, Pacers. Okay. So now what we want to get to, we did this last year. I thought it was the right way to do it, is restricted free agents can't sign deal. I mean, they can sign deals, but the match period doesn't start until July 6th when the moratorium is over, which basically doesn't change anything. Then teams have uh, 48 hours to match. But right around July 1, it probably would make sense for those restricted free agents to try to just negotiate with their own teams. Nobody knows what's going to be out there as of you know July 6th or later, uh, which really is the, kind of the time. Restricted free agency, generally, teams aren't going to want to tie up their cap space for eight days, even if you can sign a guy to an agreement earlier than that. So effectively, I think you're still looking at the 6th as the date that you have to deal with the restricted free agents. So why don't we start with these free agents just going to try and get a deal with their own teams first to not even go out and solicit other offers and restricted free agency let's start with 24 year old contavious caldwell pope and the detroit pistons uh, i mean i think i should just uh, get a max contract um but i will just forgo a, a five-year max contract but i'll forgo a player option for you pistons uh for, you know we'll see what you get on the restricted market we've put out clear word that we're going to keep you so i think uh there won't be that huge offer sheet coming necessarily uh so let's just let's not mess around with it uh let's do five years uh straight starting a first year salary of 20 million and we'll give you full raises annually so that's uh five years and how much in aggregate with the eight percent raises that would be about 115 million a little more than that does that sound good no it's precisely 116 actually precisely five for 116 well since i'm taking a discount could i get a player option on the end i think i i actually would sign up for that if i could get the player option hey contavious caldwell's pope's agent this is some back channel whispering that we think you can do better than this on the outside market interesting interesting and and the comparison by the way for what he could get on the open market that would be a four-year deal for a hundred and six million so that's you know i'm not sure that that's and that would be a probably a three plus one as well you'd imagine 15 percent trade bonus all the usual stuff that uh pain points that restricted free agent offers usually include sorry right, I, I mean i think detroit like you really i've got some good intel that there's a, a team on the east coast near the delaware river that might be willing <laughs> to offer me the full max uh knowing that you know do you want to just do better because that that's going to be a three plus one. You're not going to have me for much longer there. If so, if you, you're going to have to get pretty darn close to a five-year max with a player option to make me just not take that offer. All right. How about, how about 22 starting uh, w- without the option? So that'd be a total of five years, 127.6 million. All right. So that's an extra 21 million in guaranteed money off of what I could get on the open market uh, in a four-year deal. I think I will do that. That That is that is a reasonable offer, a little bit below the max, but I get the five years. So yeah, I think I will take that. Great to have you back. Well, uh, this is Otto Porter's agent. Washington, the market has been set. I am every bit as good, if not better, than Contavious Caldwell Pope. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'll take that same deal that you gave him Uh to uh re-up in washington save you a little bit of money against the tax done uh we're we're glad to have you back 
Oh, that was quick. Okay, I should have fought harder. We were we were going <laughs> we to offer the we were going to offer the same thing. We were going to say KCP set the market and uh, let's make that same deal. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, this has been uh, this has been interesting, and, and I, I think perhaps some of these teams are afraid of what the market was like last year, and so they're moving quickly here to avoid any potential restricted free agent issues. And both both Detroit and Washington over a barrel young players, no way to replace them. They would have to match any offer offer so get a little bit of savings they're both trying to avoid the tax lock that in i think that makes sense for both sides whereas pope and porter there's still going to be some modicum of uncertainty of whether you're going to get the exact offer you want on the open market and uh especially in the case of porter it may not even be a place that you want to play as much um Orleans noel age 23 with the dallas mavericks what can you offer me mavericks we at this point we'd be comfortable offering you a four or if you prefer to a five-year deal starting at 15 million dollars we think that is a fair calibrator for the risk involved on both sides we think that you would be a wonderful fit on that contract and we're openly thinking that it's possible that you get less than that on the market well that's impossible i I'm, uh, could be one of the best defensive players in basketball you I, also uh, just got I'll traded for you. two second round picks and, and justin anderson why does everyone always forget justin, and justin anderson <laughs> sorry Kevin team Justin Anderson over here I'm with you well any anybody how about this Mavericks like 20 million a year all right I understand that might be a little unrealistic if you can get me to 18.5 million a year you can get me to sign on the dotted line and I won't do any player options because any offer sheet obviously is gonna be gonna have an option you don't want me up back out there on the market at 26 I mean look at I could be the same sort of defensive force as like DeAndre Jordan look what uh he was able to get on the open market and uh you know he he left you guys I could do the same thing we would be we would be retaining you and the same issues that led to you being red flagged out there are still out there on the market we feel confident in our offer and we feel confident in it if you want to take that risk feel free we will raise it up to 16 million that is it sun's here uh we're hanging out waiting to see how this goes no but, tampering but don't, but this, don't rush mean- into it's the moratorium. It's open season now, right? Yeah. Would you, so, okay. Did you guys did you guys fire Suns, the same medical staff <laughs> that red flagged me in the 2013 draft? Oh yeah, we did do that. Uh, my doctor just showed <laughs> up. He was late. I guess we're we're not as interested. Hawks here. We we would have some interest if you get to restricted free agency and are able to sign an offer sheet. Ah, oh, that is interesting. Uh, you okay. know, yeah, I Maver- think I, Maver- I think. <laughs> Mavericks are incorporating Mavericks are incorporating new information that was strangely shared with both sides of this negotiation. Yeah. Well, I mean that's because remember we we uh for uh the Hawks I mean I, I'll be honest I'm not saying this to you but I probably would rather stay in Dallas if the if the money is decent. Um but yeah, Mavericks I mean I I gave you my offer. If you want to keep me out of restricted free agency, we don't know what else is out there, but uh certainly the departure of Paul Millsap has given the Hawks plenty of money here uh and it's not like any other like that's a credible threat too because it's not like any other like awesome free agents who are unrestricted are going there they're in a rebuilding mode they got nothing better to spend their money on. i think that offer is going to be there so uh i will not go and open that door though if you can give me the 18.5 per season if we make it flat per year whether however you want that total amount of money whether however you want to structure it if you wanted it up front if you want it in the back that's fine but if it's 18 and a half per season we're good yeah okay well i mean it really probably makes more sense dallas since you got the low cap hold why don't we just do a declining contract that's exactly what we were hoping for and we we will do that and who knows maybe we'll clear some cap room to get you some better teammates and then we can use that too yeah i mean there's always uh, might as well and so are we doing we doing a four-year deal or a five-year deal we're doing a five-year deal if you're okay with it at that price we're okay with that 
So that would make me 28 when I get back on the market. Uh, I mean, I think I, if I'm going to go five years, I would like to get a player option. We can lower it, make it make it 18 million per season. So lower it a little bit and give you a player option. But we're not going to do it straight out from there. All right, let's do that. Five five years, four plus one, 18 million a season. Um, and we'll do that declining. Okay, so that'll be five years, 90 million on that structure. And we will wait to solidify this agreement until we have used our remaining space. Outstanding, because my cap hold is only about 11 million. So you can uh, get some extra spending power there. And it's really exciting to be part of this great young core with Harrison Barnes and Dennis Smith, uh, Seth Curry in Dallas and just run a ton of pick and roll. It's going to be awesome. Andre Robertson, age 25. You may have noted on the NBA award show that I just made the all defensive team. Uh, what do you got for me? Okay, see, we were unable to come to an agreement. But I mean, if you just look around the league, this free agent class has basically nobody who can guard threes in it. Uh, and certainly nobody of my relative youth. So uh, I think you're going to need to pay me up with pretty good, you know, normal starter money here but what's your offer to keep me out of restricted free agency okc andre this this news might not have gotten to you because it's been a little bit under the radar but we already traded for marcus smart so we agree with you that the free agent market is limited in terms of players like you however we have acquired a player like you already so while we would love to bring you back and we certainly think that that would be possible we are not going to break the bank we're worried about the luxury tax so we would start a deal at a little bit below i don't know what you consider starter money but we could we could begin a deal around 12 12 and a half million and work from there but that's where we are right now so what would the the total be would that be you'd be willing to go with a five-year deal if if we're willing to start at 12 and at at 12 million sure absolutely and with uh eight percent raises um i mean i think what would be important to me there would be having a player option because getting back on the market you know in my late 20s a year earlier could be something that would be really advantageous uh would you be willing to do that we would be willing to do that, but we think you'd want to take. We want to take a little bit back. We were making the offer, intending on it being a full five-year deal, so we could do we, we could do that either with less raises or a lower starting point if you were willing to, like just not much, like eleven and a half million, or go to five percent raise instead of eight. Any other teams out there with space uh, who might be interested in the all-world defense and uh, emerging offense of uh, Andre Robertson? <laughs> Nets here. Uh, we would do an offer sheet starting at at fourteen million, and we could work out a little bit what what we think that uh would make oklahoma city hard pressed to match hmm that's that's not bad don't you already have ronde hollis jefferson though i mean i, I don't know if we can both play together i mean we're, we're we've got time to experiment we're not going anywhere anytime soon uh but we can experiment and and see what works and he could always be on the move and i mean we're we're years away we just want to get good young players uh who play with such energy like you and and we'll figure it out from there yeah. All right. Well, that, that's that's pretty good. Uh, so it seems like there might be something out there for me. We don't know exactly what that is yet, but uh, OKC. I mean, could we start at like thirteen million and and do a four plus one? If you could do that, I will stick around because because so the, the higher raises and the the extra year I think would mean something to me. So that would be a five year seventy five point four million dollar deal. The challenge there for us is what we're what we're starting to see here 
is a contract that we're not completely sure is is a value moving forward. We think we like you. How about we split the difference and do 12 and a half? I can give you the number on that if you want it. The number on that would be a five year, $72.5 million deal. And it's a four plus one, right? Yes, if you if that's what you want. If I can get a player option, I always want it. All right, I, I think that's that's good enough that I don't want to chance the vagaries of, of restricted free agency. You know, that, that nets offer, it's kind of through back channels. Not sure exactly what's there. I mean, I'd rather just be in OKC. I'm comfortable there. I like playing with, with Russell Westbrook, being on a winning team. So, uh, yeah, I think I will do that then. Oklahoma City will note will send a back channel note to Brooklyn that if they want to rev- revive this conversation in a couple of months for some small assets, we can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you have second round picks eventually you have young players eventually joe ingles age 29 uh, a restricted free agent with the jazz very small cap hold uh i gotta get paid now utah and uh, with gordon hayward leaving i don't know how else you're gonna replace me also remember I've, you're gonna be using cap space now uh with hayward gone and potentially george hill gone as well so uh, i think you should make me a really nice offer here to keep me around otherwise you're just you're gonna have nothing on the wing i mean i'm really the only three now that you've got on the roster who can who can defend his position we agree with part of your statement we need you and we fully intend to bring you back however we are not we're not necessarily going to be willing to break the bank for you now because we think that the market for a 29 year old restricted free agent who everybody and their mother knows that we're going to match on will be depressed so we think what a fair a fair starting point for this would be is three years eight million per year so that would be three years 24 million dollars if you want it at that number and you want a fourth year player option we'd be happy to do it hmm that fourth year with the player option is somewhat enticing you know what? i'm gonna try my luck in the open market instead and see see what else is out there for me because i think there's there are no other threes we've already seen Otto porter and andre robertson you know that they're probably going to be returning um you know if you could get it up to eight figures a year then i'd I, we'd be talking to utah but otherwise i'm going to try my luck we're not comfortable doing that before the free agent process we know that your offer might get there and we will match it but we're not going to do that without knowing where this goes all right joe ingles has our first restricted free agent to join the open market here Tony Snell breakout season started uh, most of the year. I think he might have even started close to every game for the Bucks. Shot it well on threes. Quality defender. Bucks. You know, I know you have these tax issues, uh, but you know, I mean, I started last year. I think I'm a quality starter. Like, why I should be getting 15 million a year? Maybe, uh, but we just aren't in position to offer you anything near that. Uh, we like you. We want you back. Remember, we're the only really team that believed in you when your NBA career uh, seemed on the edge of derailing. We we put you in a system that was good for you uh, so we could do something like uh four years uh 30 million oh yeah that's way too low forget it uh i mean you, you really got to be getting like maybe i could have gotten like 13 million a year or something but otherwise no way like I'm, I'm, i mean i i can shoot the ball and i play solid defense and there just aren't that many of those guys out there i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a good offer uh and if it's within the range of what we can afford to pay we'll match Jamichael Green, age 27, another guy with a pretty small cap hold with the Memphis Grizzlies. Combo Ford shot it well from three-point range. Pretty athletic, can switch some. 
had a, a nice playoff run for six games uh, grizz you're capped out uh, you really need me i started for you last year you have no way to replace me you want to make an offer to keep me out of restricted free agency we definitely want to bring you back we think that you are a, a nice piece for what we're doing whether or not we bring back zach randolph which we certainly hope to but remember that we only have about 20 million total to spend for you zach randolph and tony allen and in order to stay under the luxury tax and we're a team that made the playoffs but narrowly last year so that doesn't even include you could could make some moves though you could move on from like brandon wright or something we could but that that sort of thing would also open up that we would like to use some of our mid-level exception try to find the next james ennis that would be wonderful too so we think what's a fair place to start here is a we don't know if you would prefer a three-year deal or a four-year deal because of the idea that you are 27 years old maybe you'd want to hit the market earlier but if you want to do a deal for three years and 30 million we could totally do that no, nah, I think I can do better than that. Again, uh, you know, you, uh, you have to get up to twelve million a year. Twelve million a year for th- for three years or for four years? What would you prefer? Yeah, That's right on the edge of where I'm comfortable with. You know, if you if you could go four years, forty million, uh, then I think we we might be able to get there. Okay, can we do four years, forty million, and have a a partial guarantee? Let's say fifty percent of the value on that last year, which vests if you play in X number of games. Hey, you do that with with Mike Conley. Well, why don't we do it this way? How about we start it? 10 million if you want to do that you start me at 10 million this year and then you can but just give me like full raises and then we'll make the last year 50 percent guaranteed no we would rather have you for 440 than that okay with, with no everything is guaranteed yeah we would rather because that adds an extra 5 million that adds an extra 5 million to our books if we if we add 8 percent raises on top of that starting at 10 million and we'd rather we we feel comfortable in you in that fourth year more so than adding that 5 million because our team as you know is going to get very expensive even further moving forward all right yeah that fourth year did it for me i'm in i, okay. I haven't made any and, money and we'll in figure my out, career and, and are you are you comfortable figuring out which structure we use for this contract once we see what happens with zach and what happens with tony because if depending on who leaves and who comes we might actually want to front load that just to save save a little bit in future years depending on how much space we have yeah. to work with i mean i assumed it was going to just be the lowest possible starting salary so if you want to yeah. give me more money up front again always yeah. uh okay so we'll, always we'll happy say four, to do that we'll say 440 and then we'll we'll come to the final numbers later very good yeah having made no money so far in my career with a low qualifying offer couldn't really afford to, to mess around there i think that that's life-changing money i'm i'm in right now we'll be right back after this from betterment betterment presents financial fact number 24 not all financial advisors are required by law to act in your best interest that means if you're better off investing in company a they may advise you to invest in company b because they may get a kickback from that transaction a financial advisor that commits to providing advice in your best interest is called a fiduciary and betterment is a fiduciary betterment is the largest independent online financial advisor and promises to act in its customers best interests how Betterment is built on technology to bring you sophisticated investing and financial advice, constantly working to optimize your money to help you reach your financial goals, all at a lower cost than more traditional financial services. If you like talking to a person, Betterment also offers calls with their team of CFP professionals and licensed financial experts. Regardless of what service you prefer, you pay only a flat fee starting at 0.25%. There are no additional charges for transactions, transfers, or rebalancing. 
Betterment offers other special tools as well, like Tax Impact Preview, allowing you to see the estimated effect any moves you make may have on your tax liability. Not all investment services tell you what your tax bill could be because they may make money from your transactions. Betterment also has Smart Deposit, which allows you to automatically invest any funds above a certain balance in your bank account. This is a great time to get started with Betterment and save for your retirement or other financial goals because Dunktown listeners can get up to six months of no management fees. Learn how at betterment.com slash capspace. That's betterment.com slash capspace. Uh, Kelly Olenek was on this list. He has been renounced by the Boston Celtics. They pulled his qualifying offer. He's on the unrestricted list. We will get to him momentarily. Mason Plumley, age 27, traded for Yusuf Nurkic and a first-round pick. Um, and the Nuggets have Paul Millsap in the fold now. Nuggets, you're basically like out of space at this point, right? We're awfully close to it, yeah. And you also don't really have anyone at backup center. So I'm feeling pretty good here. What kind of offer are you willing to make me, Nuggets? You are fe- you are feeling good here. That is that is nice for you to feel that way for at least another minute. Uh, we do not feel that the market for you is going to be that robust, especially with Kelly Olynyk. While he is not a gold medalist like you are, we, we feel that adding him to the the market will be limiting there. So we can offer you something. We're thinking in the $6 million, $6 million, $7 million per year range. But we understand that you that you might find that offensive. So if you are not comfortable with an offer like that, you can pretend it was never given and just we will see what happens on restricted market. Yeah, no way, man. I started in Portland. Have you seen the number of assists I have? And there must have been some big change in Nuggets management because you obviously traded all these assets for me. I was supposed to play a bunch of in the front court with the Nikola Jokic, like I mean, easily I'm going to get eight figures per year on the open market. I'm a gold medalist. I started for for a playoff team. Come on, good luck, Nikola Mirotic, age 26 with the Chicago Bulls. You have already drafted my replacement, Lowry Markkinen, but you also don't really have any other good power forwards. I mean, I'm not really that interested in sticking around, to be honest. Chicago, I kind of, you know, you, Fred Hoiberg, I haven't really blossomed un, under him. I got like taken out of the rotation for no real reason at this point. Like, if you want to give me like 15 million a year to come back, I might think about it. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to go out and test the market. I don't really want to be in Chicago anymore. We would love to have you back on a reasonable contract. And if the market, if, if teams get scared enough that we will match, that the, it ends up leading that way, we will happily bring you back and have you mentor the Finnish sensation, Lowry Markkinen. But if that is not the case, then we might we might let you go. We'll have to see. We'll, we'll hold you by that thread. But 15 million is more than we're willing to pay. If you get that on the market, we will not match. Okay, well, I'll certainly tell any teams that uh, to make sure that I do get that offer. Tim Hardaway Jr. in Atlanta, pretty small cap hold still, I think around uh, $6 million. Age 25, uh, Hawks, you know, you traded the number 19 pick a couple of years ago to get me. I contributed last year. You need some shooting desperately. Uh, what are you going to do? use to uh, keep me off of the open market? Our offer to you was uh, three years, thirty million. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking for like at least like close to starter money here. Um, if you're not willing to raise that, I think I'll just go out on the marketplace. Okay. So Shabazz Muhammad, uh, Wolves, are you even willing to make me an offer here, or are you just planning on using that that cap space? Should we just put me into the unrestricted bin here right now? We are we are not putting you in the unrestricted bin, but we are also not willing to make you an offer. We will renounce you if we have to. That's bad business, Timberwolves. I know you're not planning. 
not bringing me back. Now you're going to just depress my market. Like you don't want to just piss off an agent for no reason like well, that we're, for like a we, 1% we chance you're going to bring me back. We plan on striking early. And the second we can't get you back, we will let you go. The set, we're, we will we will do right by you in that way. But we love you. We'd love to bring you back if that's what the opportunity presents itself. <sighs> All right. Well, it better happen quick because if I have no offers left, which of course would only be because you messed with my market value and have nothing to do with the fact uh that i don't play any defense then uh, i will be extremely upset all right here's an interesting one jonathan simmons arenas limited age 27 with the spurs very small cap hold i would imagine if you're trying to do some stuff in free agency spurs you would want to keep my small cap hold on the books but you're gonna have to pay me to prevent me from getting out onto the open market uh we think uh three years 25 million is a fair starting point huh that's not bad you know, if you could make that a two plus one, I think I would I would come back just so that like I could get one more contract on the market at age 29. I think that's reasonable for us. Okay. Did I blow it? Would there have been better offers out there? I, I won't revoke it now, but uh, would, would there have been better offers what, what out there for the John terms? Simmons? Uh, three for 25 on a two plus one. Sacramento would have been interested. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have thought that because you already have like a billion two guards on the team. But We, we think of you as a potential three, actually, for hmm. us. Potential three. <laughs> there aren't many out there. We, we will be interested no, in many. That's true. Yeah, th- that makes sense. Uh, all right, another interesting one here. Boyan Bogdanovich, age 28, but still a restricted free agent only three years of experience uh his agent is looking for 15 million dollars a year i think that's you know that's pretty uh we saw what crazy players were were getting that last year so uh, 15 million a year wizards you're gonna pay that right uh yeah if that's uh the demand we'll see where restricted free agency goes we're obviously very limited by the tax we think uh sadaransky might be ready to take the next step and uh just yeah he's not ready to take the next step behind the three-point line i can tell you that (laughs) (laughs) we're probably gonna end up letting you go but we extended you the qualifying offer for a reason we're just gonna see where that goes i don't i don't think we're coming anywhere near 15 all right well that's that's what his agent wants uh but your uh i mean what would your best offer be at this point is there really any offer you can make right now or are you just gonna kind of you're so close to the tax that you just can't even do anything something like uh two years 10 million yeah no that's not gonna get it done okay Ben McLemore, age 24, with the Kings. Kings, you have a ton of two guards. You got all these other guys. How about you just let me go into re- into unrestricted free agency, pull the qualifying offer? I mean, you're not going to bring me back anyway. You probably well, don't even want you, me ben. to sign my qualifying offer. We would be happy to have you back on your qualifying offer. I don't know why you why you think we wouldn't like you back. We still have we still have a use for you. We just you realize you can't trade me if you if you bring me back there. You got Malachi Richardson and, and you've got Buddy Heald, and you're going to bring over. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. That's true. Bogdan is there. We expect to we expect to renounce your qual we'll think about it. We'll take it under advisement. All right, we're never gonna remember to come back to this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I we'll, we'll we'll treat you we'll we'll treat you as here's the thing. You're gonna make an offer. Other teams know that we're unlikely to match. You're basically an unrestricted free agent. You're technically not right now because we want to keep our options open. This is a new non-leveragey Sacramento organization. We're we're more proactive, we're fighting, so we're we're gonna we're going to try to maximize this off at maximize you just so we can show all of the other front offices that we mean business now we just had a wonderful draft well you did the same thing for seth curry last year and he actually is someone who could have helped you so there's a precedent here i am very upset uh and i yeah, will that was a mistake. Uh, i will trash i will <laughs> trash your mis- organization i will trash your organization in the media once i eventually leave 
uh vivek you, can you handle that kind of a pr disaster <laughs> I, I will leak and, and i'm his agent i will leak every damaging thing that i've ever heard about sacramento unless you just let me go right now it doesn't cost you anything like you're you're from a utilitarian standpoint you're just like there's no reason to alienate me like this like he's not part of your plans is there anything left that hasn't already been leaked <laughs> oh i know <laughs> stuff <laughs> All right, so you're you're unconvinced by uh, my opening tirade there. I am unconvinced, but but other teams know we're we're in this gray area. Yeah, Alex Len, age 24, with the Phoenix Suns. Pretty high cap hold of 12 million, but uh, my qualifying offer is smaller. It's only 4.2 million. I did not meet the starter criteria. Uh, Phoenix, what are you willing to offer me to keep me out of restricted free agency? I have no idea. I don't think there's a player in a free agent in the league I have a less of a read on than how much Alex Len should make next year. Uh, the Suns are kind of stuck because he plays the position where uh, they need a. Uh, I've got one. I've got one. You have less of a read on uh, Brandon Knight in the summer of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> ryan mcdonough but uh, other than that I, I i do i do sympathize uh so i don't know i think we're just gonna let this play out uh we'd still love to add like we want a good young center to grow with these other young players uh if it's alex len it winds up alex len but we'd rather just keep our options open and see what becomes available uh so i don't think we're gonna make an offer now and just let the market see where it goes so be it all right almost done with these guys two more cristiano felicio arenas limited uh age 24 Chicago Bulls, you have a history of opening up uh, the pocketbooks. I'm sure you'll uh, give me a competitive offer to keep me out of restricted free agency. You are arenas limited, which means that you can't make more than the mid-level exception for the first two years. We don't think that's going to matter too much with you, but we would be ha- we'd be happy to bring you back for five million per year for three years, so three fifteen. I haven't made any money in my career. That's somewhat enticing, but I, I think there are teams out there that would want me, especially because like teams that have scouted me closely know that I can actually shoot a little bit. Just in uh, Fred Hoiberg's unimaginative offense, I didn't have a chance to show that, so I think I can actually do a, a little better than that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out in the open market. I want to see what i can get and uh you know maybe if we need to re-engage on our own talks later we, we can do that that's fair we anticipate you getting a reasonable offer and matching it just so you know all right as long as you don't say that publicly last one alan williams also arenas limited uh an advanced stats darling is uh is alan williams what would you be willing to pay i got a pretty small cap hold here so we can keep that on the books for a while just a minimum cap hold uh phoenix you willing to make me an offer to keep me around to provide some quality backup sentiments i'm all out of production points and rebounds yeah, so we'd like to to lock you up now and and maybe keep you off the market uh, and do this do this uh, sneakily quickly. Uh, maybe something like uh, four years, twelve million. You make it sixteen, and you got me. So like equivalent to like what Kyle O'Quinn got in New York, uh, and he got a three plus How about one. We meet in the middle at fourteen. All right, How about if, we meet in the middle at 14? If we can make that... No a, option. If we can make that a... Oh, no option? If you give me the option, we're, we're there. We'll do 15 with no option. We'll meet in the middle again. Four years, 15 million. Yeah, I think I'll do it. I think I'll do it. I mean, especially for a guy like me who's been this fringy sure and and let's leave you on at the hold and uh and we'll see how we're going to structure it whether it's going to be declining or or raising depending on what else we want to do yeah i mean I, it really would make sense to just make it declining right like i'm only going to count for let's absolutely make it declining there's no no reason oh, not 
to. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure. going to count no, what I right. count right. for the cap hold anyway. Anytime you have a guy getting more than a cap hold, uh, then you should probably go in that direction. Yep, you're right. Let's do that. All right, now we're going to move on to the free agents, just unrestricted guys, maybe non-stars, but I'm really interested. I think this is going to be the most interesting to see where these guys end up here. Well, before we move on, we have a trade to announce, a trade that is unknown to two of the participants in this, and that is the Dallas Mavericks have agreed to trade Dwight Powell to the <laughs> Atlanta Hawks for a second round pick. It's protected from... Wait, wait with a second round pick. With with a second round pick, sorry. With a, with a second round pick, protected, so it, it, it's inside that. I can go through the full thing, but basically it's if it's a top five pick, they're going to keep it and send the following year, and then if it's 36 to 45, Atlanta gets it in 2018. I'm guessing Pelton has the Hawks. That is incorrect, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because because you are slandering our slander of the Mavericks warp leader. That, uh, that is the that other is, day. that that argument is exactly how this negotiation happened like two days. <laughs> no joke, no joke. Uh, also, you you can have the rights to Sergey Gladier to complete this trade, Danny. Thank you. I was looking forward to that. <laughs> Wow, that's a. Uh, I thought uh, Howard Powell would be a movable. So, but that's a that's a you know an okay second round pick. It sounds like um, good. Well, that, that's interesting. So now Dallas, you've got like twenty nine million in space or something, right? Yep. All right. Very interesting. Okay. Well. Uh, potentially Dallas a suitor for our first player here Danilo Gallinari has opted out of his player option he's 28 years old also would be eligible for a no trade clause from his incumbent team the Denver Nuggets Denver though you had to renounce me to get Paul Millsap didn't you we did so congr- best of luck in your next city because we actually cannot sign you back unless you want to take like the minimum or the room exception all right well what's out there for Gallo here uh, I guess I'm going elsewhere and and because I said to the website portando that the nuggets uh were not the leader for my services i guess i'm totally fine with this mavericks here we would be we would be interested in you but your injury history is a little bit concerning to us so we are thinking about a three-year offer worth 40 million as being the starting point we understand that you might get better offers but we we think that's we, we would be comfortable giving that to you yeah i mean there's no wings out there on the market here even though i'm more of a combo forward these days but i wouldn't be telling you that uh Anybody else? Can you beat that? I mean, that that's just, I'm going to just wait around for something else. I mean, I opted out. I'm expecting to get better on a yearly basis than I just opted out of, which was $16 million at the very least. I mean, people were talking about me getting a max contract a year ago, and it's not like I had a terrible year. Minnesota, we're interested in you, but we have other people that, that are still on the board, especially the point guard market. We need to figure out how much money we're going to have left, but we would be interested in you if you're willing to wait a little bit. Yeah, maybe we should go to the point guards here instead because uh, Drew Holiday is probably the best guy of the remaining free agents that we talked about. So let, let's go there. He also actually would be eligible for a no trade from the New Orleans Pelicans at, at age 27. Um, I think I kind of don't really want to go back to New Orleans that much. Uh, not going to tell you guys that, of course, but uh, I'd like to see what else is out there. Me play with my brother uh, as well. So uh, I, mean, I guess, pals, we can start with you. You know, would you be willing to just give me the max to have me stay? I mean, you have no way to replace me and and your jobs are on the line you got demarcus cousins he could be a free agent next year like if you lose me you're just screwed yeah the max is a lot we definitely want you back and like don't don't sign anywhere without checking that's why they call it the max (laughs) (laughs) don't don't sign anywhere without checking us we know we don't have matching rights but we'll make it worth your while like what about something like five years let's say 110 million oh yeah no anything less than 25 million a year is not going to get it done to to stay in new Orleans. i think i can 
can beat that elsewhere and it'll be a more desirable location by the way i assume any team that uh signs me is quite willing to uh sign my brother as well <laughs> for a reasonable contract uh pelicans here uh yeah <laughs> you would you would you would really need him uh spurs here we are willing to offer you four years and starting out all our available cap space which would translate to about 86 million yeah, it's not going to get it done. I mean, I'd love to go play in San Antonio, but uh, I mean, that's uh, I think there'll be better offers out there. I mean, let's not totally foreclose, but I think I'm going to do better than that. Timberwolves here. We are interested in having you, and we think Justin would also be a welcome addition to our to our family. And we would be willing to offer you four years, 25 million years. So that would be 100. But we would like to have a, a vesting guarantee like Mike Conley, another player who has an injury history on that final season. So if you don't play play in x number of games that you will that that the final season will be half guaranteed yeah still i, I mean I'm, I'm really hoping to get you know 25 million a year if not more than that with all all the fixings uh as well um P- pelicans here you know three plus one if, yeah if we can wrap this up we'll do 25 million a year over five years and we'll sign we'll sign justin do you mean a no trade no we, we can't do that I, know, I guess you just don't really want me that much then all right fine uh, we'll give you a no trade can we give you a no trade yes yeah uh yeah, I've been on I've been on the team for four years and uh I'm uh, have eight years of experience, so absolutely. Uh yeah, we'll give you a no trade if that locks it up. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um you know, but I guess the the wolves is pretty close. Anybody else out there we, as well? Well we've got a, that fifth year and that eight percent raise. Or I guess we're I guess we'd probably do twenty five flat, but yeah, yeah, that's what uh, we're talking yeah. about, right? But we do have that fifth Wait, year. Would you? Because that would put you pretty close to the tax line. It probably it probably increase per year. Anyway, not a big deal. Yeah, the Pelicans would be with re-signing Drew Holiday for twenty five million a year. It would be basically I have about six million short of the tax line, and that's not uh, including like a cap hold for outgoing free agent uh, Dante Cunningham, and that also would and you're giving your full room exception to justin holiday i assume i thought we were getting him ah yes no 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 you will not be oh i thought we were getting a brotherly brotherly discount i mean he's not playing for the sixers anymore there's no more brotherly love (laughs) yeah and uh we're not doing the morris brothers twins like split the money thing either so uh yeah i mean they'd be getting close but obviously there's money they could move a jinsa quincy pondexter they'd have to give up assets to do it obviously but i I think they'd be okay with kind of starting the season close to the tax this critical season uh i don't i don't why what's the upside of them making it flat they're not going to have much salary on the books next year when cousins leaves yeah no, no i'm yeah i'm saying they they would start it lower yeah, yeah okay than, yeah, than yeah make it flat um but uh, enough of that I, I think we i can extract what i need to from the pels if possible uh any other teams want to get involved here at all besides san antonio and minnesota utah you've got a ton of space now right we do but we're not nece- we're not ready to commit to this kind of money especially with with your injury history when we're we could convert it to pounds if you want or or like euros just as long as it's the same amount that's the worst joke i've ever made uh let's move on but yeah i mean utah utah is just i don't think we're at that point without you're not replacing gordon hayward you're just you just theoretically maybe replacing george hill but we maybe we'll still keep him probably not uh yeah okay so drew holiday that's it nobody else wants to get in at uh at that kind of money well so minnesota we were thinking about what we could do to improve our offer to make it to that point but we're pretty happy we think that what we offered you was totally fair yeah but what do you 
what are you going to do if you don't sign me minnesota uh, you're this is your last chance to add anybody and i am about as good as it gets as far as a fit with your core of any free agent at any position on the market I well think. so that's what we're wondering is because we can't obviously can't match 25 per for five years because we can't offer you a fifth year so where where are you in this well first of all you can get rid of that bullshit non-guarantee on the last year would that be enough that's a start well i mean we're asking you what's, and, we're asking and, you what's enough because the, you already yeah. have an offer on the table that we can't match so we need you to tell us what is close enough well i'll tell you what if you dump cole aldrich and you give me all that cap space to start and give me the max raises that you can uh four years that would do it for me so i have that at about 25.8 at the starting point and then it would be five percent max raises so that would be a four-year deal worth 111 million thereabouts hmm that's richer than i wanted but you are a very good what else are you gonna do with like the extra two million that you're not paying me well we also had that partial guarantee on the final year which we did really like yeah but well uh i didn't (laughs) i'm 27 and i'm a great fit for what you're trying to do and you can even you could still i mean the the other thing too is you can now move ricky rubio and hopefully get back some assets for him or at least clear some more space and then go in another direction like getting me frees you up to move rubio as well so that's another reason that you should be doing this you could get a whole other player for another 12 million now or 14 million whatever rubio's salary is if that's what you're if if you're willing to take that deal for years 111 million we will do it pelicans here we'd go higher if you really want out of new orleans okay but but we'll go higher if we need to i mean make make your best offer like we're we're, you should have made it earlier uh frankly because you knew i didn't want to stay there you should have shouldn't have let me get this far down the road with the wolves but i'll listen at least how about five years 140 oh man so that would start at a little over 24 million and escalate so that's basically what twenty seven and a half million a year. Uh, twenty eight million a year. You know what? Money ain't everything in life. This is still life changing money. I just want to get out of New Orleans. The organization is not that good. I've gotten injured there a million times. I, I appreciate it, New Orleans, but I think I'm out. I think I'm going to Minnesota. Wow, excellent. Should should have should have offered me that to begin with, and maybe you would have had me. But, Minnesota uh, you know, Tom, would like to Tom would Benson like to clarify that we would, if if you wouldn't mind, we'll do this maybe a little later in the process because depending on how we spend our money, we might actually want to front load. This, just depending on how we can do it because then we'll have less money on when our other talented players hit free agency now we don't want to front load it the whole point we're going there for is to be as competitive as we can starting right now so we want you to use all that money and of course you're signing justin holiday to uh oh, let's say uh we'll see what he get can get on the market but the, let's say you'll give him at least half of your room exception as a backstop for two years half of the room exception if, is uh, fine yeah for, for two years and not saying he's necessarily signing there for sure but that's that's an option that's available to him if he can't do better on the market. Okay. Uh, we're, we're in agreement there. And then uh, Minnesota, you're going to have to get off some money, though. You have to move Aldrich, and presumably you're going to move Rubio, so this is probably the time to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to take the time to do that now, we can, but we are fully confident we can move Ricky Rubio. That's not an issue. Oh, are you? Well, I think it's probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Feldman might disagree with you after his experience during the mock trade deadline, so I think I think you probably should try and do that now, Danny, and see, see what's out there. But I mean, it, worst case, though, you know, you're making this offer you could i think you could even just get there by stretching cole aldrich and stretching bielita i think so if you needed to yeah it would it wouldn't be too hard um, to get there yeah okay so so worst case you do that it's up to you if you want to try and trade rubio now or you want to try and trade well, him later and I trade mean, aldrich this is a this is you. a fun time that is that is there in terms of the point guard market i assume we're going to talk about george hill and those other guys soon so yeah. let's let's listen I, I let's start with teams that i do not control because obviously the utah jazz are interested 
interested, but I don't want to start there. Yeah. Well, why you, I mean, I think that seems like the most logical destination to me. Why don't you make, make that offer? Uh, George Hill, I mean, I think you can guess that because he turned down that really lucrative extension offer with the Jazz, that the Jazz are probably not his number one destination. I mean, I'm not ruling them out, i.e. there could be no market for me, but my general preference is to leave. So the Jazz are absolutely willing to take Ricky Rubio into their space. That That is not a problem at all. However, we are reluctant to take to add Cole Aldrich's salary on top of that unless they is an asset in return so if another team is willing to do that or even give minnesota an asset in return minnesota should consider that offer as well yeah so you're not willing to, to give minnesota anything at we're this not point. we're not That's willing your... to give minnesota anything at this point we reserve the right to, to elevate it but we want it we want to kind of see because if 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 the well-known around the nba circles of dan feldman struggles trailing rookie rubio are true then we we have a good fallback option here but we have many options as the utah jazz if we if we need to yeah Spur- so who else is well yeah go ahead sorry Spurs here i i think we would be willing to take both rubio and aldrich i i think that we can turn aldrich into a productive player as he was previously for the clippers as a backup for them we don't have a lot we can offer, but I, I think we'd be willing to send you Kyle Anderson. We know you're a fan. That is definitely the best offer we have heard so far, and we would be open to considering that. <laughs> is anybody else willing to make any better offer than Kyle Anderson? Like New Orleans. <laughs> Who just may have lost Drew Holiday. Could sign and trade. Everybody gets to stay over the cap this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would uh, We would do something. So we, what would we get back? We'd get back Rubio and Aldrich. Definitely need some more centers on that. <laughs> Absolutely. But but we're already getting Kyle Anderson in this deal. So we're going to need something. And the problem is you guys don't have a ton in the way of, of young assets. We could, I mean, if you want to give yeah. us a first, we know you've been willing to do that before. Yeah. And, and the Pels, by the way, only about $12.5 in cap room now if they can't get Rubio to go out in the market and find a replacement in this critical year for the future of Dell Dumps. Because, you know, clearly if they don't perform this year, they'll move on from him as uh you know they have threatened and not done for like the last five years how much cap room do you say you had him with the pels without drew holiday they are at a little bit over 12 million dollars yep. oh. and that's if they move on from axel tupan and quinn Cook, okay who are not guaranteed cool just making sure we're on the same page yeah uh i guess we're probably short of a kyle anderson to deal i mean there's there's well, the george hills out there I the have, jeff teagues maybe you. we can make a run i have somebody. i have something for you okay would you be willing to include a first round pick if we were if we were to take on the final two years of Alexei Agents' contract, clear up your center logjam a little bit, actually take some money off your books next year too. No, that's too rich for us. Well, uh, I mean, I think I think with that twelve-ish million, we can we can find a decent point guard uh, without giving up a first-round pick. I'm just not sure uh, that cap space is going to work for us. Okay. All right. So so no deal no deal there for Rubio and New Orleans. Any other teams going to get it in the mix here? Utah want to beat that Spurs offer of Kyle Anderson? Yeah, we could we could throw in. Oh no, I was going to say Trey Lyles. You just got traded. Never mind. Do you have any interest in Kyle O'Quinn? <laughs> We're pretty centered out now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would would Tibbs love Lance would have been Thomas? Interested until this week. Would, would Tibbs love Lance Thomas? He's a Tibbs kind of player. We're looking for more floor spacing than him right now. And the other problem with Lance Thomas is he has money for for a couple of years, and they're going to get really, really expensive. So we would rather have the Spurs offer right now. Fair enough. Well, it sounds it sounds to me like unless anybody else has an offer, that San Antonio is the best one on the board. I did not expect that, but hey, whatever works. Well, Nate, I'm gonna. Right. Nate, I'm gonna 
ask yeah. since you're the player agent, but there are no players to agent here. Would you improve that offer as the Jazz? Do you want to take over them for a couple minutes and just see if you would do anything more? Oh, I certainly would throw like a Howell Neto into the deal or something. Uh, what about? Hmm. I mean, it just depends what your plan is going to be now as the Jazz. Are you just going to rebuild around Rudy Gobert and just go for young guys? If so, then getting Rubio doesn't really make that much sense. Well, actually, I'm leaning away from that because I don't believe that with Rudy Gobert, we can bottom out. I think that he is so good and we're not going to trade. We're not planning on trading Rodney Hood right now. So if whole Neto and like a second round pick, we're not going to give up a first. But if whole Neto and a second is enough, if that's better than Kyle Anderson, we'd have. I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that's better than, than Kyle Anderson and get, getting another another point guard as well might be nice if we wanted to trade Tyus Jones for some more help in the front court. I shouldn't say we because I'm not the Wolves, but maybe that's what they'd be thinking. Well, yeah, and he's co- he's cost controlled and it's it's reasonable contract. And Kyle Anderson doesn't really have a place to go in that rotation, at least as I see it. Anybody anybody have a problem with that self dealing? No, I mean the, no. the more I look at it, the more the more uh, cold feet I get about trading for Rubio as the Spurs anyway. Okay, so yeah, let, let's do it. That that makes sense. Rubio has been rumored to the Jazz for a long time. I think that's that's fine. I, as the player agent, Rubio's agent, I would be happy to go. So there. the deal, Rubio, Aldrich, and and the Jazz are willing to take on Aldrich. That's not that big a deal. I was bluffing kind of with that. Rubio, Aldrich for Hull Neto, a gigantic trade exception, and a second round pick. Okay, let's mark it down let's see if we, let's uh let's finish out the point guard market here that might be a good time to, to stop for today uh where does that leave the wolves and jazz in terms of space going forward jazz it's six over wait hmm. uh jazz are like 6.2 million including joe ingles cap hold is what i have okay in space after taking on yes. aldrich and rubio yes. but that includes george hill i presume uh that does not include george hill's cap hold. okay you'd have to renounce george hill's cap hold to make this trade and and non-gar- and wave boris Diao, i think or either wave boris Diao or renounce joe ingles one of those well, two yeah or they could they could probably dump some smaller contracts yeah well. i i think uh, yeah i think that could be done and minnesota well they don't really have any smaller contracts other than bowling boy but uh yeah uh minnesota at 38 million before however you structure holiday cool yeah so if we structure that with the lowest possible salary to start with which would have been i think it was 25.8 million to start with yeah 25.8 yeah so that leaves minnesota still with 12 million to spend uh presumably to get a uh shooter in the front court so let's talk about george hill now finish out the this point guard market uh who has an offer for the 31 year old george hill just turned down a three-year renegotiation and extension that could have been worth as much as 80 million dollars uh so clearly you know he's just going to beat that in free agency right san antonio would like to express interest but uh see where the market falls before we make a specific offer can we do jeff teague in conjunction i mean if anyone wants to make an offer for teague go ahead if, if there are teams that have teague valued ahead of hill uh go ahead and make an offer for teague too if you want to uh, pelicans here uh We'd yes. like to throw the rest of our cap space five years full raises uh, at Jeff Teague. Four years. Four years. Four years. Year. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, but that's only starting at twelve million. I mean, that's not going to be enough. I, I don't think. I mean, do you think you could get off some money, pals? Uh, I think. Uh, I think if he doesn't want to take that, well, uh, you know, it, it might depend how much money that would cost. Like what he would come for. Uh, we could look at unloading a, a Sheik or a Jinta, but. Uh, I think our more likely path would just to be settled for a lesser point guard. Derek Rose. <laughs> I mean, there's really the problem for teams is there's nobody below Hill and Teague who actually is like, you know, good. Former Pelican, Pat, Darren Mills. Collison. Darren Collison. Yeah, Pat, Patty Mills, I guess it would be one. Darren Collison. Mm-hmm. 
actually maybe less so former pelican is incorrect former hornet darren collison <laughs> yeah but i mean i think i think if you're the pels you gotta have someone who can do something off the dribble like even hill probably george hill is not really good enough for you there like you jeff teague is kind of like your only your only out there I, I would certainly as the player agent would advocate that you uh, do everything that you can to uh, get him in the fold but 12 million is pretty sure that's not going to cut does he have better offers elsewhere based on my teams he might not have better offers elsewhere i mean depending where the price is the spurs could be interested in teague but hill is our our first option of those two players yeah well so i mean just for hill and teague i mean are there any other teams that are in the mix besides new orleans and san antonio that need a point guard nicks and you've got more you've got like 16 million right like you could make an offer for either of those teams yeah nicks here we uh or, or either of those guys yeah we like we like both of them uh, I know everybody's clamoring to come to New York uh, and this great culture we have. Uh, you know, we would we would do uh, all our cap space uh, for Teague over three years uh, last year, non-guaranteed. Hmm. So that's basically just two years and thirty-two million in guaranteed money. Uh, that's I a mean, little that Pell's more offer is probably better than that. Yeah. What about the Pacers? You lost Paul George, but you need a point guard. Well, we have Lance Stevenson, and apparently our plan is to play him a point guard. Uh, you know what? You can't put him out there. This market will not support it. Well, we have Avery Bradley. We have uh, Thaddeus Young. Like, I don't think we're going to completely bottom out, uh, but we need to build up some assets. Like, we need to have a, a future. And I don't know if Jeff Teague is the, the best use of our cap space. We might be better uh, holding out for all these teams. I mean, how many teams have talked about dumping players? Uh, we might want to be the team that, that players or, or that other teams can dump back add salaries on and get some draft picks get some assets uh, rather than use that money on jeff teague how much space do you have now pacers you must have a ton uh, without teague and without cj miles we'd have about 38 million it's a lot of money does does jeff teague have interest in coming back like what would he want more or less than he could get in new orleans or new york just based on his interest level and coming back to this indiana team uh, without paul george uh, and to be frank knowing like you know you see the direction we're going there's not going to be there's not a long-term plan yet like paul Paul George somehow caught us off yeah. guard. Well, I'll tell you what, New Orleans, if you guys are willing to get off of Ajinsa's salary and then you can offer me $16 million a year to start uh, for a four-year deal, I'm in. Well, let's see what it would take. Like, who would take Ajinsa? What are they looking for? I just... He's got two years left at about $4 million per season, so $8 million in salary. You would think that, like, you know, a second-round pick could get that done. Yeah, if we, uh, if we don't want to sort out where he goes and say if we could dump a second-round pick, he's gone, and we get teague for that price we would we would happily do that well maybe the pacers would take him on for a second round pick they actually need a backup center poor al jefferson (laughs) yeah if somebody wants to take over the pacers or nets i mean those would be my well i mean also the the kings i I don't think we need to go through that negotiation i think that's a reasonable pacers pacers make sense i think yeah or you could throw in like check diallo as well yeah i think you could get off of that money if you needed to um all right so we'll we'll make that the the bulls uh, would be of interest as well of course so yeah (laughs) yeah because they really value second round picks in Chicago. Hey, it's $3 million, man. <laughs> could pay his whole salary. Actually, no, it's a, it's a, you could sell a pick for up to five now in the new CBA. They really, it's yeah, just, well, a, just we'll, a cash cow we'll in see Chicago. How, we'll see how much the 2018 war, in 2018, how much Bob Myers is willing to buy the 31st or 32nd pick for. No, oh, the 30, know. it's got to be the 38th. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, so we're good on that. I think that's actually a pretty good fit of Teague and, uh, and the Pels. So, so what did we end up at four years? Uh, 
starting at 16 with max raises? Yes. Uh, I get that as four years, 70 million. So less than half of what Giroux would have cost. Yeah, that's not a bad bit of business for the Pelicans. Well, we got <laughs> look at the we, Pelicans stumbling we, into the. We in Minnesota business. got him for four hundred and eleven, so that's not it's not half of what we got him for, but right. it was half of what you offered. Right. Yeah, and Teague two years older than than Holiday, of course. Um. So let's let's wrap up these the marquee point guards. Sorry, Derek Rose. Uh, with George Hill. <laughs> well, well, I, Anybody else out there? I, I'm a perfect triangle point guard, Knicks. <laughs> I hear tumbleweeds. Knicks not to make an offer for george hill he's 31 you signed two 31 year olds last summer why not just sign him it's, it's a magic number we're gonna live forever uh all right spurs uh, i guess it's down to, to you guys at this point uh the market definitely dried up i was hoping brooklyn and philly uh, Nick's, Nick's would be here. in Nick's it here uh oh, yeah. finally woke up <laughs> uh, we were not asleep we were uh maybe just trying to unmute our microphone and didn't realize it was on mute <laughs> Like, that is right. another Phil Jackson issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just maybe a little too much in character there. Uh, so, yeah, we're interested. We really wish Carmelo Anthony uh, would accept a trade and we could figure out what direction we want to go. So we don't necessarily want to commit long term, uh, but we want to win next year. Like we're, we're tired of this. We're too far down this path. It looks like Melo's not going to accept a trade. Uh, so we would do uh, two years with a team option, but the rest of our cap space. Oof. Yeah, that's that's not very good. That's only sixteen million in guaranteed. I money. mean, at this point, George, uh, you probably just want to get back on the market next year and hope that you know there's there's a more robust market for your services. So why don't you come to San Antonio on a one year contract for the rest of our cap space, which would be about eighteen point five million. Ooh. We yeah. we would do two at this point we'd do indeed. two years fully guaranteed for the rest of ours. So it's about thirty two. What if what if you give me what if Spurs, what if you give me like four million guaranteed next year? Okay, so a structure of eighteen point five let's go 18.5 18.5 with four million guaranteed next year yes but, I, I mean that's that's obviously a shitty deal compared to you know what i foolishly turned down from utah but at least it's good to go back to the spurs and uh i presume that uh i can be retained there actually i think i could actually get a no trade clause with the spurs <laughs> technically <laughs> I, I obviously don't have the leverage for that though I, you know uh, so actually no that's not true uh because they only three played years, three yeah. years in san antonio you could get yeah, it after this traded. year right yeah well no doubt my play will earn that uh wow that's rough for george hill but there really is nothing else out there for him is there i mean uh i would have thought that maybe in real life like sacramento could have gotten involved there uh just to have you know even just you know two years 40 million well, or something i, I, I thought like, about it but the a, problem there yeah. is they got the fox and and yeah. once the spurs but hill could play off the ball at the two but they also have a million yeah, twos but, yeah. but he healed and bogdan bogdanovich is presumably going to be here too i mean i thought about it it was something i seriously considered yeah i mean so it, this is where we're going to kind of end this episode. I think it would be fun to talk for a couple minutes about this point guard situation because I was sitting there as Minnesota going, I want to play this out, but I also don't want to be the team left out in the cold. So that's why I did the Drew offer. I thought he was the best fit of that group. And that could be a well, and he's young enough, mm -hmm. too. That's the thing. And that could be a place where San Antonio is in a good position because they don't necessarily have to do something but i think it is a place where they could upgrade yeah and patty mills now i mean he but his salary demands will hopefully be lower than than hills and so i think he could still get a decent offer you know once we're talking about like not huge starter money i think the market for him could get a little better same thing with collison there's a lot of teams that you know could spend 10 or 12 or 14 million that might not have been wanting to really you know either a 31 year old wouldn't make sense or whatever so we'll see 
whether that ends up being right or not um so why don't we do this uh, actually no we can do that at the start of the next one we'll uh, of just like running down everyone's cap space as well but i think w- what we can do eh, we'll just run down what everyone signed for uh at the start of next episode as well so uh yeah this was awesome we made some good progress here this is it was a lot more trades than we usually have on this but the paul george thing like we had to take care of that that's so obvious I can, so can i just confirm george hill did pick the spurs offer over the knicks offer that's correct i yes. cannot believe i cannot believe it thanks for checking in phil <laughs> <laughs> way to read the room phil <laughs> all right then well we will be back tomorrow then thanks so much for listening and uh this is always one of our favorite episodes to do thank you guys for coming on as well we'll finish out the entire rest of the market that's gonna be interesting tomorrow as well uh we will talk to y'all then